0: Well, hello. Welcome to another episode of uh, <laughs> Dudes, Brews, and Tune On Boo. How you doing, man?
1: <laughs> I'm doing good, man. How are you?
0: Good, good. Uh, today is Tuesday, October 1st. Yes. It's the first of the month. First of the
1: month. Get that paycheck. Yeah. Dope. Paycheck.
0: It, I don't get paid like that, i yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish... I didn't, I didn't okay. get paid. <laughs> you didn't get paid yet? I didn't get paid yet. You get paid on the 15th? <laughs> I get paid bi Bi-weekly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I wish comedy would pay me consistently. That would be dope. Uh, yeah, so uh, just so you know, uh, I did launch everything. Everything's online now. What all, do you mean? All four episodes. Oh, oh they're okay. They're all on. Uh, I think I dropped like six to seven hours of content all in one day. Nice. And people emailing me like, really? You, you want to make me listen to eight eight hours of yeah, like, yeah, we're listening to eight hours. Wow. Yeah. So all of it's on um all of it's on Loily Comedy on YouTube and on the podcast. Road well. trip material.
1: You know what I mean? Like it's a lot of fucking material. Listen, I love listening to podcasts when I'm on the road. I just like having the hearing conversation while I drive. Some people put them to sleep, but not me.
0: I, I like the fact that you get to listen to a conversation and there's no stress. There's like right. you don't have to add shit to this conversation. <laughs> Absolutely. You're just like, oh, I just uh I just have to be at the table that's right. it and I listen to like what other podcasts are you listening to like what you... I, I
1: like listening to mark Marion I listen to a lot, a lot of fantasy football <laughs> um really? and then what else oh man what you know I was listening to this one for a while and i for, i i stopped listening to it um oh, my dad wrote a porno
0: oh shit, what <laughs> is that about
1: I guess um. This person, they they were I think cleaning their attic or something, and they mm-hmm. stumbled upon like their dad writing like like basically a dirty novel. And so it's a group of friends reading these. Wow, <laughs> it's really funny.
0: That is, it's so not
1: meant. Well, I don't I don't think like the 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 porno. I don't, I don't know how it's like an um erotic novel. Okay. I guess is yeah you know. So like um but obviously no, it's not meant to be funny, but it's just like a group of like I think three or four people. I haven't listened to this in a while, mm-hmm. but they're just reading
0: it and it's great. So, like, one of two things, right? right? You go, um, my dad writes an erotic novel is not a really good podcast name. My dad right. wrote a porno. That's funny. Yeah. But also, it's like, so could you imagine our kids just happen to come across this? Yeah. And they're like, hey, my dad had a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that's our hopes and dreams. <laughs> and they're just shitting on it. <laughs> Just three of my punk kid friends, just being like, "Oh my god, this shit is stupid." I'm pouring my heart and heart and soul into it.
1: It is what it is, right?
0: And it ain't what it ain't. Uh, so yeah. My dad, what? Uh, my dad wrote a porno.
1: Yeah, okay. and then uh, of course I'm a big Malcolm Gladwell fan, so I listen to his stuff. Malcolm Gladwell wrote The Tipping Point, Blink, right. and stuff like that. Okay.
0: Wow, you're a nerd. Yeah. I think I tried to listen to his audiobook. Right. Was it Sapiens? No. Outlier. Outliers. Outlier. That's a good one.
2: Yeah. Put me to sleep next. <laughs> like
0: literally. I out- get it. Outliers. Yeah. Like, hey, they're they're outliers that come from certain parts. There's a reason why there's outliers. Right. Right. I didn't need to listen to seven hours of that <laughs> shit. Like, there's a reason why people are good from certain specific areas. Sure. That are good at certain things. Right. Right. There's a reason for it. Great. That's all I need. <laughs>
2: that's yeah. All I
0: needed to know. That's all. I needed. He's got a new book out. I got to read that. <laughs> Which is. I forget I just know it's out there, okay, Malcolm Gladwell,
1: shout out, shout out, Malcolm Gladwell. I hope you come across <laughs> this. I hope I get to meet you in person one day and see that awesome head of hair of yours. <laughs> Was't he on, uh,
0: was he on the Rogan?
1: I'm sure yeah. I mean,
0: uh, that's the only reason why I know Malcolm Gladwell is oh, because okay. Rogan talks about him all the time. So oh, really? yeah, oh like wow. outliers. That's why I listen to outliers because yeah.
1: I think the tipping point is the one that got him big though. It's a really good book. That one I think okay. you would enjoy.
0: Okay, um,
1: David and Goliath was kind of cool. That's a uh, it's not it's not a religious book. It's it talks about David and Goliath at the beginning, just saying that you know the story, like um, right the Bible. He's, uh, the slingshot hits the giant, giant falls. Mm-hmm. Everyone praises David, um, and he says, "Hey, let's take a step back." It actually wasn't that great of a feat. <laughs> like he really had like a sixty. Uh, what is it? Goliath really had, like, a 60-40 chance of winning that. It's not as uh, dominant as what everyone thinks.
0: Yeah, and I I think that, so if you look at, like, uh, American history, back in the Civil War, your average American white male, like, Mm -hmm. well-fed, that guy was, like, 5'6", 120 pounds. Right. Which is, like, us. (laughs) Right. Like, like, we were the average. So I can imagine in biblical time that the average person was probably 5'2".
1: Well, they were saying, like, he really broke it down at the beginning, saying, like, um... How there were there were certain context clues that alluded that Goliath may have had some sort of like deficiency in like sight or something like that. So when he was like fighting David, like
0: yeah, because he, of how
1: small David was, he probably couldn't see him, him. <laughs> <laughs> like the way that people think, like and just like dominated the fight.
0: He was just kind of like in the middle, like David just stayed in the middle of his. Uh, I haven't read behind. the book
1: in so long, but. It was just kind of funny. I was just saying, like, yeah, you know, when you find out somebody's weaknesses, you can really expose it to make it more of an even fight. He wasn't
0: saying, like... So what he's saying is, like, if David had sabermetrics and analytics, it's not that great of a feat.
1: Yeah. (laughs) He's like, the fact that he was standing away with the slingshot and hit him, like, as long as he can hit him once...
0: I'm impressed that he hit him with a slingshot. Well,
1: then he was saying, like, you know, if you think about, like, a slingshot, it actually, if you're throwing a rock using a tool like that, you, it could kill somebody easily. It's not easily, like... Right.
0: Yeah, yeah it's, you have an advantage. Like, which you, sucks because like, we're, you know, we're always like, yeah, it's a David and yeah. Goliath. <laughs> like, the thing is, like, mechanicals, physics, I'm not good at it, but I know that uh, you could probably kill a guy with a stone with a slingshot from the other side of the field. Like You didn't have to get within arm's reach. And I'm sure, sure. Goliath just grabbed people and mauled them to death.
1: I don't want to dismiss this story. You, you already did. Yeah. You brought it up.
0: Jesus, well, Malcolm Gladwell... <laughs> Jesus is angry with you right now, okay? Jesus is like, no, that's not the point of the story! <laughs> I had bigger plans. Bigger plans. Uh, but yeah, so uh, he has a podcast, is what you're saying? Yeah, he
1: has a podcast. Interesting. I think you should... Get I, I've only listened to a couple. You should have your own podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what? Uh, what's new with you, man? What, what have you been up to?
1: Um, Keeping it pretty quiet. I, what did I do recently?
0: How's the writing going? Writing's
1: good. Writing's yeah. good. Um... Trying to figure out a little bit of the recording process. The guys from SNRG are back in town, so I saw them play at Chorus Festival. Okay, which was great. They always put on a good show. When was that? That was this past weekend.
0: I don't know. Saturday?
1: They performed both Saturday and Sunday.
0: Because I saw them on Sunday. Okay. Uh, they performed at the DC APA Film Festival. Right, Comedy right.
1: Show. And I'm a jerk because I said I was gonna go that like the night before, and I couldn't go because I had to get my car fixed.
0: What's wrong with the XB
1: uh just headlight it was acting up I got pulled over a few times really well they gave me um
0: a fix a ticket
1: yeah mm. so but like in a matter of I got the first ticket or the first I don't want to call it a ticket my first warning thing right
0: was it a fix it get out of here or was it like please N- sign this no
1: it was uh here's this paper copy that this is just a warning and that you have a certain time frame to get it fixed and I was like all right So then um, I went to go watch, uh, I think it was like a Monday night football game or something like that. Oh, you know, it was, I forget where I was. Anyways, it was, it was, it was, (laughs) it was three days later and then they gave me another, like the same ticket, like another warning ticket. But I think they were doing it because it was, it seemed like he was a rookie cop and Mm. they just wanted him to get the experience. Gotcha. Because as soon as they pulled me over, they're like, Hey, you have a headlight out? And I said, yeah, I know. I have a warning for it already. Like, all right, give this one second they took my license and registration. And I thought they were just going to come back and be like, all right, you should be good, man, since you already have one. And then I want to say like 15 minutes passed, and I was like, am I about to get arrested or something?
0: You said they're just banging the, (laughs) trying to find the mainframe.
1: I was just like, and then they came back with another warning, and I was like, all right.
0: So, excuse me, officer. So I got one four days ago, and it's like for 90 days. So the one you're giving me now, does it give me another 90 days? Yeah, is this an
1: extension? What kind of bureaucratic uh, bureaucratic thing are you trying to do right
0: now? Yeah, great. I'm going to wait 98 days because the last <laughs> one, that's what I'm going to do, you dick. Uh you know it's got to be slow when they when they're tagging you for for out headlights. Yeah. I've been I have my headlight out for like 3 weeks, uh, not a single look. Well, this is what
1: happens when you live off uh, Rockville Pike. Rock, they
0: they thought you were they thought you were drunk. Um what so what beer did you bring today? All you right. were, I will say You were very excited. When I saw you uh, at the uh, FYP event, that's all you talked about.
1: Well, I mean, okay, so you know what? I forgot. So last week, um, we didn't meet up because I was actually in Virginia Beach, Virginia. I got invited to my alma mater, Old Dominion University, and I went out there and spoke at Asian Student Dinner Night, I think is what it was called. So they had me as a guest speaker. Sounds like a hoot. Man, (laughs) it was quite the hoot nanny. Um, Went out, spoke, talked about my um, experience at ODU and my professional career afterwards and everything. But on my trek down to Virginia Beach, I stopped by Richmond because there's this great, um, I guess the, they call it a brew pub. It's called the Answer Brew Pub. Um, they brew their own beer, but they also have other beers from around. Okay. Um, it is, in my opinion, my favorite beer in Virginia, possibly the East Coast. Okay. Um, Funny enough, it's uh, the owner of the place is a Vietnamese guy who owns the Vietnamese ne- uh, restaurant next do- door called Mekong.
0: And, um, Vietnamese guy owning a restaurant
1: It's strange. Called <laughs> Mekong. Okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so it, it's just funny because the restaurant used to be a lot bigger, I think, and he shut down the other side so that he could – or he bought more of the property next door and – Turned into, like, a brewery. Which is dope. Their stouts are amazing. I couldn't bring one down because you can only buy their, I think, their uh, sours and some of their stouts on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sunday to take out. You can order it there to drink, but you can't take out. So
0: You're just funneling it into, like, reusable bottles. So,
1: like, I was able to uh, get them to can this one for me. So, this is uh, made by The Answer. This is a collaboration with Imprint. Uh, The beer is called, What Do You Mean You Are Out of Juice? So to give you, let's read this, uh, collaboration brew with Import Beer Company. This is uh, your favorite, but jokingly, you, you're, I don't know how you're going to feel about this. No, this, this is, this is going to
0: be horrible. This is a,
1: this is a Dippa, uh which... Uh,
0: Dipper bullshit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so a double India pale ale made with passion fruit and mango. And I think I was reading this thing. That's why I had my phone out, but um, let me see.
0: Well, you look for that up. I, I will say I was really, really impressed with uh, the label. Uh, I know you guys can't see it, but it's basically the Louis Vuitton print, and they just take out the LV and put uh, put their logo on it, which, if you know anything about me, that's exactly the shit that I do. I actually have one very similar to this that I'm willing to put a uh, a trademark lawsuit on <laughs> myself because of it. But no, this is actually a dope can, and they, they canned it for you.
1: Yeah, they're Wait. called uh, Crowlers. It's so like a growler, but with a C.
0: So I saw uh, when we go to Astrolab, the last time I went to Astrolab here, right. I watched them can it. And right. I thought that was the dopest thing yeah. ever.
1: Yeah, it's cool, right?
0: Right. Because the first time I went, they just pulled it out of, a, out of a refrigerator and they go, here you go, $30 later. And then this one, they actually go, well, we can can anything that we have. And then I watched them can it. And I was like a small child.
1: So, um, I'll mention this. I hope uh, this doesn't apply to you because it doesn't really apply to me. Sure. But this is a, a, what they call a milkshake IPA because they add lactose to it.
0: Well, I'm going to either shit myself <laughs> or I'm going to. My tum tum's going to hurt. But, um, why so it says. Why would you add lactose?
1: It makes it creamy. Oh, okay. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but they add over, it says, over 120 pounds of mango and passion fruit puree added, then transferred onto. Uh, vanilla beans to create a pulpy mango creamsicle in beer form. So let's try this out.
0: Well, this might be a very short uh, podcast because I'm in the bathroom shitting myself. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. Not horrible.
1: A lot better than the other ones, right?
0: Well, it's uh, whenever I think IPA, I'm always thinking like super hoppy and it's got that uh, weird mouthfeel. Um, this one's tart, uh, but...
1: You can definitely taste the mango in this and like, the fruit.
0: I don't know what passion fruit is supposed to taste like, but it does taste tropical.
1: Right. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I happens. didn't think this one was going to be too bad. That's why I got it for us. And then... Um, you got it for us.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. And
1: uh, I guess when we finish this, I'll, I'll tell you about the other one, which I'm very excited for, too. So,
0: I'm going to be in uh, New England next week. Oh, awesome. Um, if you think of a brewery that you like... What's up there? I'll okay. To see if I can't check it out because I could definitely bring home some Sam Adams or my favorite, my favorite brewery because yeah, it's close to my heart is uh, Shipyard. So oh,
1: I remember you mentioning that.
0: Yes, uh, there is a pumpkin ale, pumpkin head ale is coming out. Oh, okay. it's probably
1: yeah. You know what's ago. funny is like I know a lot of people hate the pumpkin stuff. I thoroughly enjoy it. Maybe not the pumpkin spice latte as much, Sure, but like pumpkin beers and stuff like that. I th- uh, who am I kidding? Pumpkin spice lattes are okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is fucking amazing. I do a pumpkin spice chai latte. Wow. Yeah. I love spending Getting that 12... extra
1: spice in your life, man. Yeah.
0: I like spending $12 on a, on a coffee <laughs> in the morning. Fuck me. Uh, but no, I'm excited to be up there. And um, shout out to Nice. I don't think I'm going to catch their, uh, they usually have like a fall gathering. Right. Um, I, I don't think I'm going to be up there for that. But uh, I definitely look forward to going to like Allagash. You know, oh, yeah. Allagash, uh, Maine Brewing Company.
1: Oh, Maine Brewing yeah. Company is great. Yeah. Not, yeah. No, like you're already hitting the top spots right there.
0: There's one that people keep on telling me it's like Ox. It's not Oxbow, but it's like something Ox, but it's like okay. way out there, like way out there in Maine. And right. their, their sours are supposed to be like to die for Oh, wow. Um, I'm probably not going to be able to get out there. If,
1: if it happens, it happens. If not, I mean, you're still getting some
0: great stuff. I'm going to bring something down because you've bought the beard the last couple times. Cause hey,
1: I... no worries. I just happen to stumble across... Uh a couple cities, and stumbling, I guess, in a drunken slumber.
0: <laughs> That's the way it should be. That's the way it should be. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I was saying uh, I bumped into SNRG. We did the event. Uh, I think they're trying to get an event together in December, uh, a musical event, because they just came out with new music, so they performed right. all new tracks. They
1: asked me to be a part of that show, but my music's not going to be ready then. Okay. And I don't want um, to give my audience an incomplete presentation. It'll still be a quality presentation, but, you know, I'm at the point right now where I want to put original content out there. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to do covers, but if I'm playing covers, I would prefer for it to be a free show because I've been doing it that way. That um, and, and I, I would much rather you come out and enjoy yourselves and allow me to enjoy myself as well. Um, but when you're paying for, uh, a show to see one of my shows, I would like to bring something a little extra. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just, you know, my view on it and just quality of what my product is.
0: Uh, no, I, I agree because I feel like uh, a free show, if I'm not getting, especially if I'm not getting paid and nobody's paying, like, then I, I have a tendency of, like, kind of just phoning it in. Right. Just let me go up there. Let me do my set. I'll try something new. A lot of not finished stuff. But right. uh, when it comes to, like, if they're paying... You right. know, especially on, like, a Friday, Saturday night, and you're paying $10, $20 a ticket. Right. I, I feel like i got to, like, elevate everything.
1: Yeah, like, so the last few shows I've done, I haven't done that many this year, to be honest. I mean, I've done little one-offs where I'm playing, like, one or two songs, but when I play actual full gigs, like um, the one I did in Adams Morgan back in June? Seasons. Seasons. Like, we packed that place out. I mean, I'm not worried about turnout, but... We did a free show, and when I'm playing covers, I they're not bad. Everyone has a good time, but I know I'm also, like, getting quite inebriated with everything. And I know that people are out there to have a good time and not really... They, they want to sing just as bad as I do because I play the hits. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and I think that that's, kind, like, that's a weird thing where, like, music, people want new shit, but they also really want stuff they're familiar with. Absolutely. Um, and... Maybe maybe it's just me, but I'm experiencing, like, people who come out, they want an experience. Like, right. they kind of don't want an experience as if they're sitting at home watching TV.
1: Right, right. And I think that's the one thing I like about my bar shows is I'm playing all these covers acoustic, but I'm also... Someone told me... Well, they didn't tell me. They told their brother. They're like, Tune On has the most ADHD brain I've ever met when it comes to music. Because I jump around a lot.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So like when Old Town Road was hot and wasn't annoying yet, I played that song.
0: For those three days. Yeah, I remember yeah. those three days. <laughs> and
1: I went from that straight into uh Friends in Low Places and they're like, I didn't even know Tuna knew this song.
0: <laughs> that is my you know, that's my go-to karaoke song. Is it? Because I feel like a lot of people like a lot of people know the song, but yeah. most of them only know the chorus. Right. So you can get through the, like that first verse and then they go, wait, that sounds familiar. What song? and then you hit him with it
1: and then i went and changed that uh, and then went into Mariah Carey's always be my baby <laughs> and they're like this guy's just so schizophrenic he just jumps all over
0: <laughs> that's dope though
1: like no it's cool it's cool like but i like it because my whole thing with how i formulate sets and how i do bar shows is i want to be very inclusive i want to make sure everyone's having a good time so i play everything
0: i think you were oh the night i met you you were playing no scrubs uh, what did, and you went into something else where I was like, oh that's that's <laughs> that's a thing and we We're here, um, but my musical taste is that that expansive right where I, I think
1: most people are, really? I mean, I think it's one of those things like they may not listen to it regularly, but they enjoy it, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like um, you know Casey some top, top forty, or was it top forty or was it one hundred or whatever it was? Yeah like he just played whatever the hit songs were.
0: Yeah, and I I think, uh, because my wife will look at me like, how do you know that song? And then another song called me like, I've never even heard this song. Well, how do you know this? So, uh, you know, and I don't even like specific artists. I just like, oh, I like that one song. I like that one song. Oh, yeah. I'll
1: be honest. It's rare when I like, like, love an
0: artist and know their catalog. Or like when I like a whole album. Right. It's, I don't think I've liked the whole album since. It's been a while. D'Angelo, Brown Sugar. Wow. That's like the last one where I can listen My man D'Angelo. To. <laughs> Virginia wow. Beach. Wow. <laughs> Handed. Stand up. Um, no, I think that's like the last album I bought that I could listen to the first track and let it play all the way through.
1: Wow. That's good. That's good.
0: Maybe, maybe Music Soul Child. But still, that's like, that's still 2000.
1: What's that song that he has that's, that everyone always, uh, Just Friends?
0: Yeah, Sonny.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, mm-hmm. Boom. Mm. But,
1: um, you know, I thought that was on an album. So one of my friends was like, hey, I'm going to cover this song. Can you look it up? So I was searching for the song on uh, Apple Music.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was having a hard time. I was like, why is this not showing up? It's because I think it was just on the soundtrack nope. for, uh, which album was it on? I Just Want to Sing. Really?
0: It's uh, spelled out very straight, like phonetically. I Just Want to Sing. But it's, uh, uh, I was having a hard time finding it. It's I... called Sunny, right. parentheses, right. just friends. Right. Yeah.
1: You know, I, I feel like Apple Music's great on certain things, but I might just switch my subscription over to Spotify.
0: Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm Android, um, so I have, I've got the Unlocked. No, I don't have the Unlocked. <laughs> I've heard of the Unlocked, uh, which I think about getting. I don't know. Oh, shit. I just got myself uh, Allegedly. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> no, uh, I, I was never a big fan of, like, uh, Apple Music. Never a fan. I kind of like the like Pandora was my favorite. Pandora cool, and then it just got started to get weird. Where
1: well, Pandora, like you know, you just can pick your songs and stuff like that. So that's why Spotify got kind of cool. And but there's something,
0: there's a beauty of of that where you just go, okay, this is the genre that I like. Like this right. is, and then the more you thumbs up, the more they say that they right. tailor it. But it gets really weird sometimes,
1: for sure. But. Again, just like when we were talking about like podcasts and on, on road trips, I enjoy Pandora for road trips because yeah. that's when you're kind of like driving with somebody or not. They might get, they might pass out, and then you're kind of like, oh, what song is this? Sounds great, right, you know.
0: Right. Well, because they give you like what six skips or something. So after something. your six skips, you're like, well, I guess we're going to Spotify now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come yeah. back in an hour. Yeah. Uh, but you know, Pandora is just like it didn't even make sense uh there there's like ten dollars a month or something like you get unlimited skips i'm like i'm not paying ten dollars for that i'll i'll watch youtube playlist if yeah. i have
1: to shout out to snrg <laughs> 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 my that bad i i jumped on a tangent so bad
0: is that where we are Yeah. that
1: shout is out to SNRG. shout out to snrg <laughs> homie bo and i speak
0: and, and i'm a fan of uh their Our m- la
1: la stone i'm sorry I, I did one real name and one stage yeah.
0: name.
1: L.A. <laughs> Stone and uh, I Speak.
0: I Speak. Uh, yeah, they. I guess we were in the Philippines at the same time. Wow. And I didn't know.
1: I think I'm going to go to the Philippines with them. I'm trying to find my future ex-wife.
0: You should. You light-skinned <laughs> and everything. You Listen, said I'm light-ski- you light-skinned. light-skinned. They love that Do shit. Do they? They love that Are shit. For real? My wife almost beat up a chicken at the, the mall. Really? Oh, yeah, like, like oh you know, this is my wife. She goes, I don't care. Yo, know,
1: I I love Filipino food so much. I, I I grew up in high school. Middle school, middle Jolly school. Jolly school middle <laughs> I grew up in like eighth grade all through a all through like half of college. All of college. I grew up from middle school all the way up until I moved out here, one thousand percent sure that my wife was gonna be Filipino.
0: That's funny because until I met my wife, I was a thousand percent positive my wife was not going to be Filipino. (laughs) I I met met like six of them growing up, and I was like, "Oh, I just I'm good, no thanks."
1: Dude, I grew up thinking I was so ugly, and I remember going to uh, to high school. uh, Like, I changed high school sophomore year, and in my area where I moved to, it was predominantly Filipino. On the other side of Virginia Beach, where I I initially grew up, was where
0: all the Navy kids
1: lived right so i grew up primarily with a lot of like white people um and then when i moved to the other side of virginia beach i discovered filipino people like columbus discovered indians um
0: i thought you guys were chinese (laughs) Uh, filipino close enough close
1: enough and i was just like oh my gosh it was the first time someone told me i was cute and i was like yo trick are you tripping
0: Yeah, I told you, they like that light skin shit. I I
1: was amazed. I was like, I've never had anyone tell me I was attractive in my life.
0: Yeah, so when I met my wife, I tell the story all the time, but God's honest truth, uh, we were at a club, and um, I'm standing there, I'm dancing with girls, I see her come in to my right, and then uh, to my left, I see a group of, like, Cambodian dudes, like, gangbangers, not from L.A., because they were wearing Tims. Baggy jeans, and they're wearing like a leather jacket with a fur collar. I just want to interject real quick. Do you fuck with Tim's? Not anymore. I've not wore a pair of Tim's since... I'm thinking
1: about buying a pair of
0: Tim's. Like the field boot, like the regular... The field boot or like the work boot?
1: Man, I don't even know what that means. I just want to look like
0: DMX. You're about the same height as him. (laughs) Am I? (laughs) He's so tiny. He's he's literally like (laughs) 5'5", maybe.
1: Shut the front door.
0: For real? You've never heard this? No. He is literally my height. And sure, give or, give or take an inch, but he's literally my height. Oh, my gosh.
1: Anyways, continue. And
0: Kevin Hart standing next to DMX. They look like normal-sized human beings.
1: That is amazing.
0: I think DMX is, yeah, DMX is like 5'5", five, 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 tops. Wow. And if I'm wrong, 5'7", I apologize. Uh, but, yeah, no, I haven't worn Tim since I left the East Coast. So, uh 15 years?
1: So these Cambodian
0: dudes were... I, so we're in the club. It's me, it's her, it's right. these Cambodian dudes. Those are like, in my buddy, those was like the only Asian people in this Martin Luther King holiday club on a Sunday night. And um, I see her, and I see them see her, and I was like, oh, that'd be funny. Literally the only Asian people in here jumping on the only Asian girl here. And without... <laughs> Without hesitation, without a pause, she walks in. They they jump on her, and I see her turn, turn down, turn him down, turn. Him down, and I'm laughing because I predicted it. You know, I, I I'm laughing because of the situation. She's like, yeah, I called it. And then she looks over and she sees me smiling. Wow. And then she goes. So later on, fast forward 20, 30 minutes later, she's uh, gonna go out to smoke and she taps me on the shoulder and I'm dancing with another girl. She's dancing with Julie. Hey, before I leave tonight, we're dancing. Wow. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Loyalty. Okay, okay. I, you know, like, and that's the same thing. Like, no one's ever like, you know. I had a hard time getting attention at a bar, at a club. That's why I dance. That's the only way you get attention.
1: When I was eighteen, and I was allowed to go to the club,
0: the eighteen, the the
1: the, the ones that allowed underage,
0: yeah.
1: underage, you know, um, people. I remember going to the club twice before I hit twenty-one. And I hated it, so I never went again until I was 21, because a lot of people don't realize how awkward I am. But I walked in and I was just like, "What do I do with my hands?" <laughs> so, yeah. so, I just stood in the club with like, like with my hands up, like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, are you praying?
1: Do you want to dance? No,
0: <laughs>
1: I I don't know what to do with.
0: <laughs> you just you're just like always shifting. Like uh, I can't, I don't.
1: And then 21 became really cool for me because then you could buy beer, right? Mm-hmm. So then the whole thing was just like, you buy a beer. One hand's preoccupied now because you're, you're, you're holding a beer, right? Yeah. And the other hand, I'm just like, all right, well, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I I I can't. But things got a lot better, you know?
0: Well, I think uh, I haven't been to a like a club that allowed 18 plus. Yeah. And I don't know. When I was in L.A. last, my buddy's like, hey, we're going to go to this place. Okay, great. Show up. And there's like this line out the door. And I was like, I'm not waiting in this line. And they're like, oh, no, that's not our line. And then they go, we go up like basically like a fire escape and go into the top door. I go, oh, that's dope. Like I feel like a VIP. Okay. Turns out that that whole line was all 18 plus. Oh, wow. And the 21 plus was the entrance that we went in. And then, you know, you're upstairs and you're over like a balcony. You're looking over and you're seeing everybody. Right. It's all 18 plus. All the 21 plus is where we are. And there's like 20 of us up there. Wow. And I was like, this is the most predatory set of like, I want that one.
1: <laughs> Just looking down, that one right there.
0: Three years. <laughs> I'll see you in two years. <laughs> it's it's not It's not a good functioning system. Of, of clubbing. Or is
1: it? See, if that were Virginia Beach and there are military guys, that would work prime. Let's play ball. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, hey you, you want to be married and widowed by the age of 25? <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, it's, it's, it's strange. Like, I'm at that age now. Okay, so when we went to L2, right? Uh, so we went to the after party of the uh, FYP conference.
1: The Filipino Young Professional
0: Conference. Shout out to FYP and... Um, I kind of was a little upset that there was no cover, because my thought was like, oh, you're just going to let anybody in? You're just going to let everybody in?
1: Well, you know, I was told that that club actually has a membership, or something like that. Interesting. But any um, anytime that I've been there, it just seems like... You just walk in. It just seems not that impressive. I mean, no, no, the club itself is actually... Um, it's dope. It's, it's a very, very nice place. Um <laughs> You're but backpedaling. no, no, like, no, no, no. Like the, the building, the structure of it's actually really it's, cool. It's
0: hidden. It's in Georgetown. It's kind of hidden. You can't right. really, unless you know what you're looking for. I mean,
1: unless I just go on like Asian nights where no one goes. But no, it's a really cool spot. Um,
0: It'd be a nice art gallery.
1: Yeah, I wonder what it looks like when the lights are on and everyone can see each other's faces.
0: I, <laughs> that, see, that, I'm at that age now where I'm just trying to repurpose everything. Everything I look at, it, I'm in the Starbucks, I'm like, huh, I think you could actually have a bike shop here. Like, it doesn't, I'd never want things the way they are as they are. Right. Uh, but it, it would make a nice art gallery.
1: No, it's it's a really cool place. Um, I would love to have an event there, but I don't know what kind of event. It's very, I don't know how to describe it.
0: It's it's so, it's it's a, almost like a basement, but it's not. Right. Um, it's basement level, but it's, it's like, I don't know. Uh, and then it looks like a basement that you plaster over. It's, right. it's straight. I mean, it's a nice venue. It's, it's clean. It's like a uh, hidden it's underground. Right. Uh, but every time we go, it's always for like an Asian night event.
1: L2, um, for the next two months, you owe us 10% for plugging guys in.
0: <laughs> for the, for the millions... And millions of people watching at home. Uh, No, I think the issue that I'm having now is now I realize that cover charges are not really necessarily money grab in my mind. It's like to keep everybody that doesn't want to be there out.
1: Well, I'll tell you this. Um, I don't know if their bartenders messed up with my tab and my friend's tab. I only remember buying one round of drinks and I got charged hundred bucks.
0: That's a club.
1: One round of drinks being four people, four beers. Oh well.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> and then, and then my friend, she was like, uh, "So I had one Heineken. It cost twenty five dollars." And I was like, "That adds up because mine was four <laughs> beers." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: that four beers. because I also
1: yeah. I also had four right. Heinekens and so twenty five a beer. Uh. I
0: think I had I got three. It was for me. Right. I just think all prices. Right at a club are astronomical. Like no, no,
1: absolutely, everyone agrees. Yeah, Uh, like like I expect like, you know, a beer at a club, like a Heineken at a club, to be like eight or nine bucks easily, easily, and then like a Miller Lite at a strip club is like twelve dollars. (laughs) <laughs> yes,
0: yes! Yes! Like, and, and, uh, when, when you go to Vegas, the prices change with the time. After, like, oh, wow. two o'clock, it goes from.
1: They, they, they do it like
0: Uber Eats. Yeah. Like, oh, we're surging. <laughs> we're surging right now. You're going to charge me $15 for a Bud Light. I fucking hate this place. Uh, but no, um, especially come, after coming back from the Philippines, uh, drinking beer has been very, 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 very strange for me. What does that mean? Like, Explain that. So, in my wife's hometown, you can get a Sam Mig, which is, you know, it's, it's no, not... No, I like, like Sam Miguel. Yeah, it's it's like Bud Light. Sam Mig Light is is somewhere in the ballpark of Bud Light. Bro. I think it's better than Bud Light. Sure, but still not that sure. hard of a stretch. Um, and Red then, Horse is where it's at, man. Red Horse is like 8% something crazy. It's heavy. It's heavy. And you
1: yeah. don't even know it's heavy.
0: And... Um, Samig Pills is what I was drinking because I like it because it's darker. Right, right. It's a Pilsner. And obviously, uh, if, uh, for whatever reason, people don't drink it as much. So it's less popular. So okay. it's actually cheaper. Oh, wow. So Samig Light would have been maybe somewhere in the ballpark of a dollar a piece. And wow. Samig Pills would be usually less than a dollar, like 80, 90 cents.
1: When I went to Thailand, drinking over there was like paying happy hour prices. Which I'm not complaining. I thought it was going to be cheaper, but I mean, it was still a good deal. So like, my beers were like two, three bucks.
0: Five thousand bot, four dollars.
1: <laughs> Cocktails were like three to five, which was cool. I feel like you're getting raped on that then. I mean, there were listed prices though. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like they were just. They had like a menu, so we we're just kind of like, all right. And we we went to like a lot of hole in the wall pl- uh, places. The food was like extremely cheap. Okay. But but like. Drinking was just kind of like paying happy hour prices, which was still cool, because like especially when you got a cocktail, they were very generous about it. Okay. So it wasn't like, I mean, even with a it beer, wasn't
0: like a Dixie cup, cocktail, right, right, right. nothing infuriates me more than paying, you know, seven dollars for a Dixie cup. It's like charge me the fourteen dollars and give me a real fucking size drink.
1: I'd like to interject on just jump to a tangent real quick as i typically do and pivot um
0: (laughs) you call me Jeremy pivot
1: (laughs) (laughs) happy birthday nam happy birthday dj nam
0: oh that's 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 uh, not even a tangent
1: no 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 i mean just just a quick little uh (laughs) psa happy birthday dj nam you're the homie for real
0: uh shout out to dj nam
1: and that's it. So anyways, going back to Thailand.
0: <laughs> so I'm literally going to have to cut that like into its own video. <laughs> hey, yeah, so we're talking about Thailand. I'm thinking about you, DJ Nam. I don't know what this means. You enjoy it.
1: Oh, man. When I was over there, did you when you were in the Philippines, did anyone try to rob you or pickpocket you? No. Like uh, none of that? Oddly enough, no. When I was in Thailand, so like they're really aggressive over there. So when you're walking on the street, I was walking literally in the middle of the street and there'll be bars, like a slew of bars and the girls kind of want you to come out there and uh, go to their bar so they'll like kind of grab at you or like pull your hand or whatever um, and try to drag you in and so this one girl came she hooked my arm and was like leaning against me and she's like, come, come, leave with me, go, go to this bar, mm-hmm. tell your friends mm-hmm. and I was like, no, I'm okay <clears throat> so like I continue to walk, and she lets go, and she takes her hand tries to slide it into my pocket and grab my pants. I mean, grab my uh, my money, my, my uh, pockets, and what happened was, my pants are so tight that she couldn't slide her.
0: <laughs> she just jammed you in the hip.
1: She just, she just jammed you in the hip and slid down and Broke ran off and ran off, and I remember my buddy Charlie and Brad were like, the fuck just happened?
0: So... The only weird thing, and I didn't see it, and I'm usually pretty observant of my, of my space. Like, sure. when there's people in my space, I'm, I'm usually uncomfortable. Right. So, uh, we were at a mall, and uh, we were hanging out with my wife's cousin and their kids right. uh, and their nanny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Love it. <laughs> yeah. And I was playing skee-ball. Oh, cool. S- skee-ball. And then, I guess, there was, like, two guys that were standing behind me watching me play skee-ball but they were looking at my phone in my back pocket.
2: Mm.
0: And obviously, I shouldn't have put my phone in my back pocket. Like, right. But I always do because I'm a fucking idiot. So my wife sees them see me and stands between me and them staring at them. like. Back Yo, to your, the-
1: your wife is an enforcer. Like His yeah. wife is beautiful and lovely, but I've had very minimal interaction with her. She's always super sweet and nice. But these stories that I keep hearing from Loy, she is an enforcer. My goodness.
0: She sees them watching, looking at me. She stands behind me, not watching me, not pretending like she wasn't paying attention. She's literally back to me, facing them, arms folded. This close. (laughs) And they kind of go, oh. uh,"
1: She's like, she's back to back. Yeah, to me. Right, looking at them.
0: Yep. Like, not even pretending.
1: Let me just give you um, how intense that is. So, my friends in the military when they go out to Newport News in uh Hampton Roads area bad news is what they call it uh shout good outs to shout outs to uh Michael Vick and uh Allen Iverson from the out there
0: <laughs> Where, you know uh bowling alley brawls right
1: so um they used to when when they were like um i, I don't know what they would call them, but i'd just say like rookies in the like the military what they make you do is they go door to door asking for donations and things like that
2: so funny. so like they would go
1: and they'd like knock on the door and ask for donations. And they're like, oh, you're going to Newport News. Let me tell you what that you have to do when you go out there. One person knocks on the door. The other person has to keep their like, you have to go back to back and keep a scope out. Because what happened is like they knock on doors, get money. And then people would run up on them and rob them. Dope. So your yep. wife ever been to Newport <laughs> News?
0: <laughs> no, but it seems like she'd fit right in. Like Stockton. I feel like that's what they do in Stockton. Uh, where my wife is from. Um, mm. Yeah. So I think that was like the only time. Um, but, you know, I had a fanny pack. I had a fanny pack. Right. And I would, I, 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 you didn't have a
1: fanny pack. You had a shoulder thing.
0: No, it was definitely a fanny pack. I bought it as a fanny pack, but I wore it over my shoulder. <laughs> and I,
1: I walked around all of Thailand with a fanny pack. Mm-hmm. And my friend Damien, who's gone to Thailand, he goes to Thailand two or three times a year. He was like, I just want you to know, you might not want to wear that around. And I was like, why? Are they going to think I'm gay or something? Like, are ladyboys going to hit on me? He's like, no, they're going to think that you're Chinese. And, like, I guess there's this, like, issue between them and China.
0: I feel like the Chinese people, there's issues with Chinese people everywhere. Like, when we're in the Uh, Philippines. I kind of hear that a lot, too. like, when we're in the Philippines, uh, like, in her hometown, they love Chinese people because there's money and, and, like... And I hate to say it, but it's like, hey, that's who you want to marry. Like, you want to find a Chinese guy because he'll take care of you. He's got money. Um, Not in this case because my wife takes care of me. Um, But when we were going to, like, the islands, like, the Chinese people were the worst pieces of shit I ever saw in my life. Wow. Yelling. Like, just screaming, like in a store, screaming across the aisles, just uh, being the rudest people possible. And what was really messed up was like in Barakai, this paradise island, beautiful. uh, People go there for uh, all year round. Instagram pictures? Instagram pictures, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Beautiful place, the most beautiful place I've ever been in my life. Sure. Uh, All the Filipino restaurants were empty, Mm. like, all the streets were packed all the Philippine restaurants were empty, all the Chinese restaurants and all the Korean restaurants packed. Wow. So you go to the Philippines so you could have Chinese food when you're from China. Wow. So strange. Like, we'd go into a Filipino restaurant and they'd see me like, oh, you don't want to go next door where the Chinese, oh, you're eating here.
1: But you know what's funny? is like, that's like when my mom, when we lived in Virginia Beach, we used to come up here to like the DMV area. There's this is a per- area called Eden Center. If you're Vietnamese, you call it Aden. Um, Eden Center. <laughs> and like, We'd always go there to do shopping and to be around, like, Vietnamese culture because there's not a lot of Vietnamese people back home. And my mom never wanted to eat other foods. She would always want to eat, like, Vietnamese foods. I, I get that. I get that. But, but no, no, like, when we travel anywhere. Y- yeah. Like, like we, went right. to, we went to Omaha, Nebraska, <laughs> like, because I have, like, family over there. And it's like, oh, where's the Vietnamese restaurant?
0: <laughs> like you know when we go to paris when we go to london it's like okay let's what what's good here you know but it was very strange where you know there you come all this way you're spending all this money and you're not even going to the filipino restaurants like you're just going to yeah to me it's just, it seems very uh closed minded i grew up in boston i grew up in right. boston i never left boston until i was like 26 for the same reason cuz i would just try to find the shit that reminded me of boston no matter where i went right um I get it but it's it's still pretty frustrating. Uh I will say what I find funny about Filipino food is there is no fake Filipino food. Like there's no like like,
1: like in the US like in the U-
0: like generally there's no like you know Chinese food. People are like oh I love Chinese food but they've only had the fake Chinese food. They haven't had like right. the real Chinese food. Um and like oh I love Italian food but they've only had Olive Garden. They never right. actually had Italian food. So I think that like the Filipinos need to figure out how to make fake Filipino food <laughs> to capitalize. To get, like, to, to that's the gateway to real. The, food. the funny thing
2: is,
1: <laughs> the reason why this is making me laugh is that when I spoke at uh, ODU last week, so like they they had like dinner, it was like buffet style, like kind of how you'd see at like a, a wedding, mm-hmm. um, and there were they they use like the school's food, which is like Airmark and all this stuff, which is not great. And it was so funny because I remember eating, like I was eating it and I was like. Oh God, I don't miss college one bit. Not at all. Like this is not good. But because they were really trying to be accommodating for what l- limitations they had as far as food supply, okay. like they would like label dishes like that weren't really the dishes. Like, like I had, um, I had. I'm a fan of Indian food. I, I don't eat it all the time, but I like it. But they had butter chicken uh, as one of the dishes, and butter chicken is typically yeah, a lot of sauce. Yeah,
0: yeah, like no. It's easy to
1: fuck up. Well, let me tell you how easy it is to fuck up for them. <laughs> um, this <laughs> shit, this, this, what? this shit was just straight lemon pepper chicken with like some like curry seasoning. Like it was dry as anything. Damn. And then like, well, we all know pancit, right?
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then so like it pancit, like, like, the Filipino, like uh, if you will, um, I don't like.
0: It's rice noodles. So it's usually It's clear. rice noodle. It's very thin. Yep. Like, think of angel hair, right. clear, clear noodles. Right. Um, so
1: they just straight up serve regular takeout Chinese lo mein.
0: Well, it's so... There's a
1: there's a thicker, like, pancit noodle. Yeah, it, like, don't get me wrong. I think it's but like like it, oriental. Oh, is that what they call it? I think that's what they call it. Um, hey, don't, don't fucking quote me on this. But they just serve regular Chinese lo mein. And they're like, it's pancit. And I was like...
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know, in the Philippines, that was like the crazy thing, like just trying to get a grasp on the food, like, oh, I get pancit, and then you see like the lo mein, and like, and, like oh, no, 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 that's uh, pancit, I mean, it was obviously different, but it was right. like pancit oriental, or pancit shanghai, or lumpia shanghai, or whatever. You know what I like getting
1: at Chinese restaurants, because it reminds me of um, pancit, but but not really. Lo mein? <laughs> 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 they, have, they have this like... uh. They they call it Singapore noodles. Have okay. you seen that?
0: Yeah, so, well, they have that at like any of the Chinese restaurants here usually. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like thin, ha- angel like real hair. thin.
1: Yeah, but it reminds me of ponce like just just the yeah, texture, yeah. you know, because it's so thin. It's usually like a well, they because they put like a curry
0: powder yeah. in there. Yeah, that's actually pretty dope. If you can find a spot that actually does that yeah. fairly well, yeah, it's good. It's dope, it's good. Um, yeah, it, the Philippines. I think they just need to find a way to like have.
1: Did fake- you eat a lot when you were in the Philippines?
0: Um, I had it because somebody, like, dared, like, oh, let's try it.
1: Do Chinese people eat that?
0: Um, Vietnamese do.
1: Yeah, Vietnamese people eat the duck one typically. Yeah, though.
0: but it was one of those things where... I love it. Um, the only... So, I draw the line with brain. I don't want to eat brain. Like, straight up, like, brain-like. It's like... It doesn't matter the animal. I'm not a fan.
1: So, what does that mean for blood? Cause, okay. like
0: Okay. No, uh, okay. So, obviously, yes, there's, there's brain there for the most part, but, like...
1: Anything? Uh, yes, but not really. Yeah. Anything
0: right? that is on the other side of the line of, of brain, I'll eat. I'll, like if, you, if I think you're fucking with me, if I think that you think that I'm not gonna do it, I'll do it without flinching. So someone was like, "Oh, but you won't knock it out full." So
1: explain to our audience, our million view okay.
0: <laughs> millions viewers and millions at home. So Balut is the Filipino. It's a chicken egg that is fertilized. So the thing about eggs in general is like it will never be an actual chicken cuz it's unfertilized. The chicken egg that you eat will never be fer- will never become a chicken.
2: never become a chicken.
0: never become a chicken. So, you have now a fertilized egg that's like 20 days in.
1: I don't know the timeline, but it's a fetus.
0: Yeah, it's a fetus. <laughs> it's and if you crack it open, like it's you got a lot of shit going on in there. It's definitely uh, in motion. And you put a little bit of vinegar in there, a little bit of salt, knock it back. It is not for the lighthearted. Oh my gosh. I forgot.
1: Filipino people love their vinegar.
0: They put vinegar on everything.
1: But I'm not knocking it, I'm just saying I'm not a big vinegar fan to begin all. with. So um In maybe there, I shouldn't it, go to the Philippines. <laughs>
0: I mean you could avoid it. it, it it's it's easy to No, it's avoidable. it's fine,
1: it's fine. It's um
0: but her but, family, you know, there's there's family members that think that um it's it's
1: like Vietnamese people, we
0: put lime on everything,
1: but I don't think we're recognized for that. This is why, like, I fuck with Bud Light Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> I did fuck with Bud Light, Bud Light when, when it first came out. I used to. Me and my friend used to split a twenty case. Um, <laughs> but like, um,
0: lime on everything.
1: We put lime on almost everything.
0: Yeah, it's dope. There, there is like a tribal thing where you put lime on it and you hope the acidity kills any of the germs that's on it. Sure. I mean,
1: I was told that I don't know how true this is, but I was told the reason why you put lime on Corona or, like, Mexican beers, is, like, to keep flies away from the rim. It wasn't initially, like, in, intended for flavor.
0: Interesting, because the way I usually keep flies away from my Corona is just don't drink Corona. That's, <laughs> that's how I do that. I don't... Oh, yeah? I do my best. <laughs> I think I it.
1: think that's, um that's like, abstinence.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, well, if there's other options, I'm going to go <laughs> with that option. Whatever option that's not Corona, give me that. Right. Uh, But, no... Uh, I think Filipinos would be advent it would be advantageous for them to come up with like a more Americanized, more friendly version of their food.
1: But it's weird. Like living in Virginia Beach because they do it more mom and pop style mm-hmm. with their Filipino food, I've never paid more than eight dollars for Filipino food. It's so dope. So then moving out here when Filipino food starts off at fifteen dollars a plate and I'm still hungry after I eat. Yeah. And like it's a lot of presentation. I had someone try to tell me, like, well, the cost of living up here is, like, more expensive, so I'm sure, like, the um, food prices are more expensive. Like, no. No, it's not.
0: I I think it's, like, will it, like, the presentation, the area.
1: But but I understand that the overhead is more expensive.
0: But also, this, it's the experience. Nothing is more depressing to me as an American right. to go into like a uh, that buffet style, like that Panda Express. Right, where you right. just, oh, give me some of that. Give me some of that. Like, sure. That is, that is a horrible experience, uh, both spectator and experiencing it myself.
1: Well, you know what's funny is I took some friends um, from up here who were a little bit more frou fru And I was like, oh, my friend has a Filipino restaurant back home. Let me take you guys. I promise you it's going to be the best Filipino food you've had because all they had was Filipino food up here. And they walked in and it was like Panda Express style, but he's like he's a great chef, right? Mm-hmm. And so he doesn't keep his stuff on the on the steam pots too long. He rotates it a lot. Good. And they had it and they're like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe how good this food is." They're like, "I can't believe that like they've eaten at places like not to knock this place. Just don't say it. Just don't say it. Okay. <laughs> so, like, these, these places out here, they're fine. The cooking is fine. There's nothing wrong with it. But then when you... It's it's kind of like going back home and it's like... There's restaurants that you love out here, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, like, for me, like, Vietnamese food. Like, Vietnamese food here is great. But then I go and get mom's cooking
2: and it's, it's just... Like it.
1: It's nothing like it. And that's how Vietnamese... I'm sorry, uh, Filipino food is back home because... For the most part, that's kind of what
0: it is. So, from, like, a restaurant...
1: But you're not getting the experience.
0: Yeah, from the restaurant experience, from the restaurant perspective, I get it. Like, this food, you can't just whip up per order. You can't just, like, oh, you want chicken adobo. Let me just make one serving of chicken adobo. I get it. It takes time. But don't show me. Like, <laughs> I, I think it's, like, great. Yes. Have all that stuff. Have it in the back. Right. And, and when I order it, wait five minutes, right. then serve it to me. Like, right. I, I don't want to see that it's been out there. But it, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a cultural thing.
1: Well, I mean, like, let's be real. You go to a five-star restaurant, you think they're making you ribs in 20 minutes. No, that stuff's been pre-prepped.
0: You know Absolutely. what I mean? Like, Fucking I, lie to me. <laughs> like, the only thing, like, the salad... If you touch... Okay, you get a salad, touch the plate, the plate's cold. Why? Because they made the salad, and then they put the plate... In the yeah, Right, right. That's usually how that works. Just lie to me. Like, lie to the presentation. Be a graceful liar. Yeah, and I'm okay. Like, oh, this, like, I get it. When you go to Disneyland, I'm not really in fucking Star Wars land. <laughs> I'm like, I get it. I get it.
2: Uh, yeah. Just
0: lie to me for a moment. But I, I did realize in the Philippines that that is a cultural thing. So sure. you could, if you have, like, land of maybe five feet deep, five feet wide, you could just set up a shop. You just make food, put it in pots, put a cover on it, put it on the table. Right. And people will roll up and look at it and go, oh, there's that, there's that. Okay, I'll take some of this, take some of that. Like, that is the Filipino food experience. Um, And I didn't get it until I saw it. Right. So I'm way more lenient when my wife loves that. Oh, I want some of this. I want some of that. Oh, see,
1: like – I grew up so poor and just being around that kind of stuff and just seeing it and all the time. Not, not, not seeing it. Let me, let me rephrase. I grew up really poor and my mom ingrained in me as a child. This is how it is in Vietnam. You're watching all these videos. yeah? Because for her, she would watch these videos because it was nostalgic. She missed it. And mm-hmm. so I saw it all the time. So we went to Vietnam when I was a kid. It didn't seem foreign to me. It seemed like this is how they do it over there. This isn't how we do it over here. And so I already embraced it. You know what I mean?
0: So I I will say, let me back up and tell you why I think the way I think this. Sure. I grew up in a Chinese restaurant. My godfather owned an an American Chinese restaurant. Um, It's not like it is here where it's like all carryouts, where you just show up, go to the counter, you order. This is like a sit-down place that you see in the movies. Right. The East Coast, Northeast is is known for these things. Right. Alcohol is super cheap. You get, like, fucked up on $20.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: but you sit down, uh, fake Chinese food, uh, but everything was made to order.
2: Sure. So yeah. in
0: my experience, is like, I know lo mein doesn't take that much to make. Right. I know fried rice doesn't take much to make. Right. Why, uh, why are you making it in 30 pounds and I get to point at it? Like, it made no sense to right. me. Right. Uh, so that's why my frustration with that buffet style, I never liked it. Right. Uh, I felt like you guys were being lazy. <laughs> but like in Filipino food, like now that I'm trying to make it, I'm trying to cook it.
1: You I, realize it takes a little
0: bit longer. It, it's, it would be impossible to make, right. it, to order. But I will say, put it in the back. <laughs> Lie to me. Like chicken adobo. I know it's, what it looks
1: it's, like. It's Yeah. No, I get that completely. I get that completely. Vietnamese people have a dish similar to uh, chicken adobo. Well, Filipino have pork adobo too. Mm-hmm. Vietnamese, ours is called titka. Yeah, that shit does not... Like, you could not make that you in twenty thirty. Yeah. It, it just Even if you prepped everything and was just ready to toss everything in... You could do it. You could do it. It's a process.
0: So, I think Filipinos should have, like, fake Filipino food.
1: Dude, pho it takes, like, minimum eight hours to make.
0: <laughs> That's what I'm telling my wife. Like, when you go into a place and it's nice and it's cool and it smells good, it's like they didn't make it there.
1: Like, I'm surprised... Vietnamese restaurants sell pho for so cheap. Only because
0: they're not making they're not boiling it for twelve hours. No.
1: Like I used to run a pho restaurant mm-hmm. and our chefs would come in like six, seven o'clock in the morning. But the thing was, it's like let me rephrase. You make such a big vat of it mm-hmm. that you make it in like you have a um a laddering system of it, right? Of course. So what happens is that big vat will last like a day or two. And then
0: you add it to the next one. And then,
1: then, but while you know you're halfway through, you start the boiling process, you start going through. So it's not as intense. But once they're done making it, they just put it in the fridge because that that broth is good for a
0: long time. Once you feel like I want to step into a place, I want to, even if it's cool in there, I want to feel the humidity. Like I want to feel like they've been that's all they do is boil shit. Like, they boil shit for 12 hours. When you go to the best uh, pho spots, you can smell the humidity. Oh, yeah. Because that's all they do. You can smell the flavor. Yeah.
1: Like, you'll walk out, like, smelling a little.
0: Yes. that's the. It's, it's, you, not,
1: it's not bad like a subway, but, like.
0: It smells like pho. Right. Yeah. If you go in there and it smells good, and it's cool, there's nothing. Like, they probably make it out of bullion. Oh, if it's quick? Yeah, if it's quick. Yeah, yeah. You just, uh, it's, it's powder, and they just boil it. The place
1: I used to, the restaurant I used to run, they used to make their broth, and it was so great because, like, after they were done making the broth, like, I don't know if you guys enjoy this or not, but they would take the bones out, and then I would get the um, the uh, the marrow. Yes. And yes. They, they would save the marrow for me. That's Another thing cool. that people don't appreciate is, like, um, at fellow restaurants, you can ask for... um. Nook which is like the fat. Yes. So like in the beef broth, they always keep a little bit because some people ask for it. In the chicken, they don't keep. But like when my pho chef used to make like the, the chicken broth fresh, I'd be like, hey, save me some of that fat. That's and so- the chicken fat is like amazing.
0: There's some places, especially in Westminster, the only place that I've seen it, in Westminster, California, O.C., where it's like Little Saigon. Garden Grove. Garden Grove. (laughs) uh, You can get, like, the best place you can get oxtail. Oh, oxtail's great. That they boiled in the broth. And then they just take it and they set it aside. And then you get the broth and they put a little bit of, they get the bone and uh, the oxtail and they put a little bit of broth on it. And it's so cheap because it's more or less a byproduct. And you can get that for I think it's like five bucks maybe.
1: But but if you were to have American people make that, and I'm not knocking, I'm just saying that like it's not a racing, it's just like the way that it's a cultural thing on how you view price point and everything like that. If American people made pho the right way and were to serve it at an American restaurant, pho would be like I think like would be like around $25, 30 bucks a plate
0: where you can get a solid bowl with meat and everything in it for under ten bucks. Right. Yeah, I, I think there's some small some small cash only spots where you can get it for like seven seven bucks. Yeah. But I go to wh- where do you go get pho?
1: My favorite place in this area is on the Virginia side. It's called Pho Satay, and where's that at? It's outside of Eden Center. It's in Falls Church. The reason why I like it is they make a chili oil, I like a lemongrass chili oil that is um, specific to their, their soup. There's no one that makes a better one.
0: Shout out to Fa Sate.
1: Yeah, like it's, dude, you got to go there. It's, I think it's nine bucks for a bowl, and they're very generous with their serving.
0: We go, the wife loves Eden Center. Right. And we go to Fava or is it Favier? I have no idea. I've so never been Fa there. So sure if- it's Fa V.A. I'm pretty sure it's
1: Favier. We don't have a va
0: Yeah, it's like that in, in our sound. language, really. I could be wrong. I don't really know my... Sure. I man. grew up in Virginia Beach. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. We go there. Eden Center, fa VA. Um, and it's, it's affordable. And you can buy the broth by the container for like three bucks. Right. And so this, this big thing, this health thing, I don't know if you're familiar with, but everyone loves bone broth. Like, the bone broth is, like, what you drink for breakfast, and right. it's, like, super nutritious, and we just been drinking pho, uh, pho broth. Wow. Because you know, it's got the bone broth, it's got the Right, yeah, you got, you got, got, got your nutrients. proteins
1: and everything like that. And then with pho, like, the way that it boils, you scrape a lot of the fat off. Yep. They leave a small layer, not to put in your soup, but just in case people ask for it, because there's, like, people, like Vietnamese people that ask for it.
0: Oh, I guess I got to ask for that then.
1: Yeah. You, you might get a little bit in your broth, what?
0: like, unintentionally. But, but I, I think that's kind of what we're seeing now in the health. I, I'm, not, I'm not a health professional. I just listen to Rogan. He talks about uh, keto is low carbs, high fat. Right. And I think that that has got to be the best fat because it's been already boiled down. And it's, yeah.
1: Because, um, like, when they're making that broth, they have to scoop out a lot of stuff anyways.
0: Because it's, it's a lot of stuff that it's, not, it's very unappealing. Like, i right. to make of but when you boil bone broth, there's, like, stuff.
1: It's tough, man. Yeah. It's tough.
0: Because you start with, like, you know, whatever, fucking five gallons. And then by the time it's actually done, it's like you've lost a gallon and a half. Yeah. It's, you boil it down.
1: You boil it down. It renders.
0: Um, so, okay, pho satay. Shout out to pho satay. Pho
1: saute. Their food's great. It's, uh, love this stuff. I've never, there's only two times when I've been blown away by, by pho. Okay. Where I, like, ate and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is really, really good.
0: Where's that at?
1: And I'll be honest, people are going to shit on me for saying this. None of them were in California.
0: Okay. I think you're going to the wrong spots. But you... <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's that, that, that,
1: that might be true. I'm just saying, like, I haven't been to that many, but the few spots I've gone to, I was just like, yeah, it's fun. The other thing was, like, I went to this spot in San Diego, and it was, like, really sweet. I'm not a very, like, I don't really like sweet flavors as much. Um so I've got my biases so you don't have to go off of my word.
0: They pro- if it's sweet I bet you they cater to a lot of Filipinos.
1: Maybe that that might be well there's a lot of Filipino people in San Diego. Yeah
0: cuz Filipinos love the sweet palate. Right. The Cuz we
1: put like rock candy in in fa or like uh Do you? yeah. Okay. Um not me bro. <laughs> but um what's it called? Um the two places, so one, Fa and then the second place that I had, like, incredible Fa, and I feel really bad because I can't think of the name, but it was in Houston, Texas.
0: Shout out to H-Town.
1: Yeah. Houston was on some other stuff, man. It was...
0: So, when you go... So, my advice, when you, go to, um, when you go to LA, you mm-hmm. go to Westminster, you know, you go to Bolsa yeah. Ave, but you got to find the spot that has no Yelp, <laughs> takes only cash only... Even
1: have been Sandwiches?
0: Yeah, there's a Lee Sandwich in fault.
1: Right, in fall, but sorry. everyone talks about how trash it is. And I had it. I thought it was fine.
0: What they, are you talking the, about?
1: Just like the regular Bunmi Duck.
0: The, okay.
1: So, like, they, they're like, their sandwiches aren't that good here. I thought it was okay. I didn't have a problem with it. They said their coffee's still really good, which I agree with. Their coffee was really good because they're known for their coffee yep. and sandwiches, right? Here, Bunmi D- D.C., is the best shit, man.
0: The one that's right across from, like, Harvest Moon. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But um, I heard, but everyone, like, they don't say that Lee's Sandwiches is trash. They just say the one here is trash compared to the one in L.A. Like, it's way better out there.
0: I think, um, in my opinion, Lee's Sandwiches that, uh, it's like Dunkin' Donuts. You don't go right. to Dunkin' Donuts for the donuts, even though it's in the name. You right. You go for the coffee. Okay. And I feel like Lee's Sandwiches is just, because it has sandwich in the name, you don't go for the sandwiches. Right. you go for the coffee. Right, uh, the coffee is amazing. Yeah, the coffee's um, and the baguettes. Hits. If you can buy the baguettes hot, fresh yeah. out, it, it's worth the dollar twenty-five or the dollar fifty.
1: Like, dude, even Bunmi sandwiches is four bucks for that. I don't.
0: I, I mean, given I don't have like that crazy index of understanding of like right. w- you know what to expect from me but yeah. I don't have a problem with it.
1: No, I'm just saying like you yeah. gotta. Pop and and get a sandwich for the same size. is eight bucks.
0: Yep. And it's the bread's garbage at Belly, But yeah, Lee Sandwich is fine. And you realize that's the only one on the East Coast, right? Yeah, yeah. The closest one is literally Texas. Yeah. Uh, I find that strange.
1: So, I mean, it's fine.
0: We should yes. probably open up a Lee Sandwich. Let's do it. Let's op- at at uh, College Park.
1: College Park. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Late night.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Me and my wife, be thinking about this all the time. Like, yeah, Lee Sandwiches, College Park
1: college kids and
0: college kids coffee cheap My sandwiches goodness. 24 hours I'm with it that seems that's seems I'm completely with it, with it. Uh, but Lee sandwiches is dope uh, especially out here I think it reminds me more of home it's very nostalgic for me right um, when you you know when, when you when you're homesick I get homesick fairly often yeah
1: so, so I these understand are the,
0: these are the things that like I go by myself at like two o'clock in the morning just because I can sure home um, but it's fine it's it's not it's not horrible, right? It's better than Subway.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I like again when I ate it, I didn't have a problem with it. I thought it was fine, but people are like really dogging on it. I was like, all right, cool. I do think Bunmi DC is better, but i not have to check it out. It, it would, but it wasn't like for me to be like, I will never eat at least sandwiches again. I was like, whatever, I'll, I'll eat whatever's
0: convenient. I, I I challenge people to be like, a lot of people they say like, oh, it's better than LA. It's like, have you been to LA? That's my, that's my frustration where, like, people are here, like, ah, oh, uh, it's better in California. It's like, have you been to California?
1: Yeah. You know, it's funny because I feel like there's this, like, <laughs> I don't know if you're going to like this. I feel like there's, like, this elitist <laughs> mentality about things from California or things being in California. Like, for example, like, In-N-Out Burger. I think In-N-Out Burger is fine. I definitely like um, – Shake Shack a lot better. But I also think that In-N-Out Burger is a way better deal.
0: Yes. And,
1: like, you can't knock that.
0: So the thing about In-N-Out is it's very nostalgic. Let's start off that. that Sure. nostalgic. Uh, it is the, the definition of, like, the California experience. Absolutely. So, and then you can get, like, a double-double with cheese for $4?
1: Yeah, like, deal-wise, you can't beat In-N-Out with that. But do club? I like...
0: The quality is good.
1: No, it's definitely really good. And you can, what is it? You can tell them what temperature you want the burger cooked at, too, right? Um,
0: fries are garbage.
1: You know, like, it's it's like when people are like, oh, you need to get the secret menu and you need to animal style and all that stuff. Too much. I, I Like, I'm a simple guy. I don't, I don't need all that stuff on my burger. I don't need all that stuff on my fries, especially.
0: Fries are, um, the fries are garbage. Like, I'll take the animal style, like, everything. Just put animal style in a dish and I'll put it on... McDonald's fries because that right. just is garbage.
1: But it's just kind of one of those things that's like, all right, whatever. But it is like exclusive to the West Coast okay. so people come over. I think especially when people leave California, they come over here, they just miss their th- like certain things so much and they talk about it. I, I mean, I do the same thing with Virginia Beach. I'm like, oh, you got to eat at this breakfast spot and it's like, we we're we're not even known for breakfast spots, like
0: <laughs> like oh, Virginia Beach is known for breakfast. I guess, but, but the
1: thing is, like, well, breakfast out here is trash.
0: Brunch is dope out here, though.
1: No, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Breakfast oh. and brunch.
0: Ooh. Oh my bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do find it weird that like you could you could literally drop fifty dollars a head. On well, that's brunch. what I'm getting at. So it's strange. like
1: in in Virginia Beach, I, I I've told so many people like to go to this place back home. Uh, Doc Taylor's. It's a block over from the oceanfront. Okay. Shout out to Doc Taylor's. If you guys want to endorse me, I love you guys. You guys are the best. Send I'm just saying. You know,
0: <laughs> send me a hat. I, I would be
1: happy with just a hat. Um, but they they do you know, made to order everything, right? Mm-hmm. If you spent more than twelve dollars on food,
0: Damn.
1: you spent way too much on food alone. You can get mimosas, bloody marys screwdrivers, and greyhounds for $2.50 a glass.
0: Jesus, how do they stay in business?
1: So, like, realistically, I've never spent more than $20. And if I spent $20, I was hammered. (laughs) (laughs) I was hammered. And so, like, that's why, like, when I moved out here, and people were like, oh, $50, all you can eat breakfast and drinks. And I was like, I've never wanted... All you can eat breakfast. Like there's just only so much bacon you can have.
0: If you start with all you can eat and finish with fifty dollars, I'm gonna kick you in the chest. I, I just don't get it. Because me and my wife, we'll go out and we don't spend fifty dollars total. And we're mm-hmm. full. Like we're not like, oh, I wish we could eat more.
1: But there's so many places that do like brunch, all you can eat, all you can drink, and it's like forty, fifty bucks. And I was like, I'm not
0: gonna get my money's worth. Not even a little bit. Obviously, that's why uh, you can tell that America does not fuck with us. (laughs) Like you would have smaller portions, smaller price points. Uh, Virginia Beach breakfast. Um, You know what's actually really good in LA that I think that people overlook? Uh, People who say like In and Out, I think they're just uh, holding on to like elitism. Sure, because that's the thing to say. It's an
1: exclusive thing.
0: Jack in the Box. Oh, I
1: love Jack. Jack in the Box.
0: See. Jack in the Box has this crazy extensive menu. Like, there's so much you can... Like, you can get breakfast all day. You're going to hate
1: what when I mean. I'm... Well, I, actually, I, now that you brought it up, I don't know if you're going to hate this. Let's go. Whenever I go to California and leave California, the first and last thing I do is get tacos from Jack in the Box.
0: Okay. <laughs> One of my favorite, like, tacos from, ta- uh, from Jack in the Box has a place in my heart. When I was dating my wife... Uh, she came. Uh, we're not condoning, condoning drunk driving, but she called me up at 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and she's like, Hey, I'm coming over. Great. I live in the middle of Hollywood. Uh, she's like, I want Jack in the Box tacos. I'm like, Baby, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm already in bed. She's like, Do you love me?
1: <laughs> well, well. <laughs> well,
0: well. Well, do you love her? Let's hear <laughs> yeah. the story. So uh, uh, I lived uh, Hollywood, in, like basically one block north of Hollywood Vine. There's right. a Jack in the Box. Four blocks away. Okay. Luckily, I have my own parking spot. I got up, went down there, picked it up, got back, got back in bed before she even got there. She wow. found parking, walked over, maybe two bites, <laughs> and then she passed out.
2: <laughs> Dude,
1: I love, I don't know why I love Jack in the Box tacos so much, but I love, you can't find any place that does two tacos for a dollar. Sure.
0: That's the thing, people. Two tacos for a dollar, which you go, um, what is it, Taco Bell, even the.
1: Well, you know, Taco Bell tacos used to be 59 cents. Yeah. And then they changed their ingredients, and that's why it's a dollar now.
0: Okay, so it's like
1: two It's, it's like, like fresher ingredients now.
0: Two for $2. And they're small, they're whatever. But. Um, Dude. When you watch a Lakers game, when yeah. you watch a Lakers game and they're going to win by. I think they go over a hundred points and they win. Yeah, you'll start hearing the chant: "We want tacos, ch-
1: ch- 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 oh. we
0: want tacos." Because basically, after the Lakers right. win, and I think it's like over a hundred points and they win, uh, they give like free tacos with any purchase.
1: So, like, um, we went to visit my friend out in Charlotte, North Carolina, and there's a Jack in the
0: Box. Fuck you! There is.
1: Yeah, and then so what happened was like. Um, we were driving and we were getting ready to go on. We were getting ready to leave Charlotte and get on the interstate to mm-hmm. go back home to Virginia Beach when I was living there still. Okay. And I was like, hold up. I just saw <laughs> on this like exit sign or whatever. <laughs> oh, I was yeah, like, yeah. I saw that there's going to be like a Jack in the Box around here. And they're like, he was like, do you really want that? And I was like,
0: fuck yeah. He was, I do. Like, he was
1: like, he was like, we just ate. And I was like, no, 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 no. We need to go find Jack in the Box right now. now. And like, he was like, All right, man. So we went, we drove, and I was like, "I need two tacos," and he's like, "All right, it's gonna be a dollar ten cents." And he's like, "Are you shitting me? We just drove out of our way to get these dollar tacos?" Yep. And I was like, "You don't understand how not good these are." (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like, uh, I'm I'm looking it up right now. I'm not being disrespectful. I I no they uh, we might go right now. Yeah, it's a seven hour drive. Just telling you, man. Not Jack in the Box daycare. Holy shit! There's, holy shit! Do they open a, up more? There's a shit ton of them.
1: In North North Carolina, right?
0: Yeah, Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah. Shout out to, the sh- oh, they, they're. Uh,
1: they, and I love Charlotte, North Carolina, there man. There
0: is a butter Angus burger, and you can get like different variations. What
1: does that mean, a butter Angus burger?
0: Exactly. They basically make an Angus burger. And they pour butter on it, and you're like, you want Swiss, you want much, whatever. Doesn't matter. The basis is a bun, a burger, butter. Go. <laughs> <laughs> like when I first had it, when I first had it, I got like literally. I told you, I live three blocks. I, I ordered it. I it, drove it's, home.
1: Is it good or is it great?
0: It's great. <laughs> like I got home, and as soon as I like, I'm about to put it on my table. And the bag breaks. Oh, my God. The bag breaks because the butter leaked out. It was like butter sauce, and it was one of my favorite burgers ever.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Like, I ate it, and then I went back, and I got the one with mushrooms on it.
1: Man. Butter burger. I love Jack in the Box. I remember when I was in third grade, my mom. I don't want to make this a somber story. Oh, oh, shit. No, 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 no. no. Keep on going. going. So uh, in third grade, uh, my father had passed away when I was in second grade. And then my mom felt like, oh, we should connect with family and everything like that. So we went out to California. And I remember seeing a jack-in-the-box across the street from, um, I think it was my aunt's place that we were staying at. And... I was like, yeah, I really want Jack in the Box. And I was like, why does this place look familiar? And then it clicked with me. I'd been here because I used to live in California. And at the time, like, I was obsessed with the show Doug, like the cartoon on Nickelodeon. And then what happened was, like, um, we went and I just kept getting Happy Meals from there or whatever the kids' meal was um, from there every day. And I got Quailman, and Jack in the Box always stuck with me, like, real heavy, real heavy. So, I don't know. I'm a, I love Jack in the Box. I love, love Jack in the Box.
0: I love Jack in the Box. There's nothing more than 24 hours. Uh, Tacos, man. The, the potato wedges. See? Oh, wait. See? I don't recall that. <laughs> yeah. That's why. That's how you know when you go potato wedges. like ah. it's, it's potato wedges that are seasoned, right? Uh, they're thick, uh, but then it comes with, like, melted cheese. Like, right. basically nacho sauce and bacon right. bits.
1: You know, um, while we're on the topic of not taco, impressed. no, 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 I think, I think it's great. I haven't had it, so I can't indulge and go gaga over the way that you have. But the reason why I, I um, have paused is because, do you remember when Taco Bell had french fries? Not these recent ones, but the ones back in the day. No. Oh, dude, they were just regular standard fries, but they were really good for whatever reason.
0: Better than McDonald's.
1: It's a, it's, a, it's a taste thing. Because, like, because honestly, no, because I say <laughs> this because, like, I think McDonald's fries are really good, but I like Wendy's fries better.
0: I like – I haven't been – And friends. you're going to
1: find very few people that say yeah. that because most people are like, Wendy's fries are soggy. And I'm like, not when you get them fresh because they're allowed to recook them.
0: Yeah, so Wendy's fries are dope. Right. I think, like, I think uh, if I'm drunk, I want McDonald's. Right. If I'm actually sober – I want Wendy's, right. and I haven't been to Burger King in forever. But I can remember last time I went; those were the best fries ever. Do
1: you remember when Burger King revamped their fries, and they kept having Mr. Potato Head as like
0: their like mascot during no, the commercials? No, when they, they they refried it, right? Didn't they
1: they did something. It was like back in like the nineties.
0: Okay, has it been that long since I've been to?
1: No, no, no. I'm just saying when they made this push okay. at the time. Okay, but.
0: But yeah, Burger In-N-Out, King has tacos too. In and Out Burger fries garbage, trash. Mm. Don't trash. Don't buy the combo. Just buy the the burger and then maybe the shake. That's it. Okay, so talk to me about this beer that All I right. just poured. So
1: this beer, I'm real stoked on, because I stood in line for. I don't want to say I stood in line. I stood in line. I got to uh, this is Aslan, okay. this is uh, Kerala. They've been doing these series where they name beers after cities. So this one is um, a, uh, I don't want to call it a small beach town, but I think it's a small beach town out in uh, North Carolina. Um, it looks like Corolla, but down there they call it Corolla. Um, big fan of Aslan. I'd say they're my second favorite brewery in Virginia.
0: We uh, the last, my, my opinion. right last episode, right?
1: Right. Uh, yes. So, um my opinion means nothing. This is just me saying what I like. I am not some aficionado by any means. I'm just a drunkard that uh, but talks. But out of the
0: two of us, you are the aficionado.
1: <laughs> okay, fair enough.
0: I'm the drunkard. You're <laughs> the aficionado.
1: So this one's really cool because I got there around 10.30, and then they give out these uh, numbers. Normally you have to stand in line, but they decided to do tickets like the uh, DMV, and they'll call your number. Um but anyways, it's just more efficient, okay. and I wasn't sure if I was going to get any of these. The one that I was really looking forward to was the New Orleans. New Orleans. I'm New sorry. Orleans. New Orleans, I'm saying it wrong. Um, I have that one too, but I figured we indulge in this one first because this is the better
0: tasting one. It's a heavy, it's a heavy stout, definitely.
1: Actually, you know what's funny is it's not a stout. I, it, it looks like a stout, but um, let me read this description. Bourbon barrel-age barley wine conditioned on coconut. And the other one, the, Nor- uh, the Nolens, right, is actually the stout. And it's made with flavors from beignets. Um,
0: Which are just donuts.
2: <laughs>
1: it, it, it had, like, this really, really crazy description. And I thought it was going to be amazing. I thought it was fine. So this is actually the treat. And so much so that when I was waiting, they served beer. Like, you could buy... Glasses of beer. They had this on tap. Okay. And so we tried all the the beers that they were releasing that day, and this was my favorite. But I still bought the Nolens one because I felt like I had to because that was the one that was hyped up most. And I bought two of these. So we'll probably drink another one of these <laughs> next, or next time we get up.
0: So where's Aslan again? Is it Richmond?
1: No, no. This one is in... Uh, there's two locations. There's Alexandria and there's Herndon. Herndon doesn't have a tasting room. You just go there to buy bottles and you just get back in your car. But Alexandria, they have a tasting room. You can hang out.
0: Let's figure out when the next release is. Yeah. Let's go fucking stand in line.
1: Let's do it. I'm, I'm all for it. it
0: send, send me the day and time. Listen,
1: it's winter is coming. Uh, so there's only going to be more and more stouts that come out.
0: When in doubt, stout it out. Stout it out. Okay, so, so enjoy this. So what am I supposed to be looking for?
1: Uh, coconut, coconut. but and bourbon. Coconut bourbon, my
0: favorite. Ooh, I do taste the coconut. Right, and it tastes
1: coffee. Coffee, yeah.
0: Okay,
1: there's going to be a lot of there's other flavors in here. I should have looked this up. Give us a give us a chat. I'm going to look this up.
0: Okay. Uh, I am. I was never a big fan of waiting in line for anything. Um, it was one of those things where it's like, ah, if I can buy it, I'll buy it. If I'm not going to buy it, like Jay's sneakers, I'm not waiting in line for shit. I might try to get like a raffle ticket on an app, but now that uh, I've got nothing better to do with my life, I will wait in line. Like I'm actually thinking about waiting in line at Best Buy right now for Black Friday and not buy anything. Just try to sell my seat. Like, oh, you want? I'll take $200 Even though I'm probably losing money because $200 for waiting in line is not good. Um, But no, I I never understood waiting in line as far as like for iPhones or sneaker releases uh, or clubs. And now I'm at that age where it's like, let me pay somebody to get into this club that I don't even want to go to. I'd rather have a line out the door, pay extra, because I don't want to... I don't want just anybody to be able to walk into the club, because if you could just walk in the club and not really want to be there, I don't want to be in that club.
1: Well, they didn't give much more of a description of what it says on the bottle, but uh, good news is it's 14%. Good. F- I, mean,
0: <laughs> I don't know if you guys know at home, but I'm at my house. I don't know how the fuck you're going to get home.
1: Uh, Uber's looking real good right now.
0: <laughs> she- yeah, just tell me where you parked, and I'll, I'll pay for the parking <laughs> shit tomorrow morning.
1: But uh, Corolla. Corolla. I like it.
0: Um, let me look at the bottle. Uh, I'm looking at the design. I like the colors. It's like kind of a uh, Tiffany's blue and an orange. You say this is North Carolina?
1: North Carolina.
0: It looks very 70s. North
1: cadillac Yeah,
0: so It looks, looks very 70s. Uh, I like the colors. And um, I mean, definitely not as cool as the Louis Vuitton print <laughs> from from the answer. But... Uh, I do like the simplicity, the flat of it all. Corolla.
1: Corolla. I will say this. Let, let me read this description I'll of it the Corolla. <laughs> the uh, the Nolans.
0: Nolans.
1: The one that I'll bring for the next episode. Here we go. Blend of red wine, port, and cognac barrels, finished in a rye whiskey double aged barrel. Stout, brewed with beignets and conditioned on Brazilian coffee from. Mostra, Cocoa Nibs, and Vanilla, which sounds delicious, but let me That's tell you, it was, it, okay. was, it, was, it was okay.
0: I feel like uh, the less ingredients they add, the better. When they're like, it's, it's okay. Let's just- well, when
1: it said red wine, port, and cognac barrels, I was kind of like. Was
0: it red wine, comma, port? Yeah. Interesting, because port. Right. Okay.
1: No, no, I, I understand. Okay. So okay. I was kind of like, uh, nonetheless, this has a lot going on right now. It tasted kind of tart.
0: Well, it's almost one of those things where I think they're trying to oversell it because it's just okay. Well, it's funny because like... um, This is just coconut and that's it. Bourbon. Bourbon, coconut. That's it. And it's great. It's a a great taste. It tastes like a stout. Uh, It's not as heavy as a stout, but it definitely is smooth.
1: Well, that's what threw me off because I remember drinking and I was telling my friend, I was like, this has everything of a stout. Even like on a lighter stout, it still has the same body. But like when you drink their stouts of what they've historically done, it's a lot stickier. So it's even like more rich than a regular mm, stout. Mm. Which is it doesn't sound as appealing, but everyone that's had them is like, man, these are amazing stouts.
0: So I'll say, I'll say this about this. The smell smells like chocolate. Heavy, heavy chocolate smells. But the aftertaste tastes like coffee candy. Right. Not like coffee coffee, but like coffee candy. Right. That is dope. And it's 14%, so I'm fucked right And now. I got
1: one more bottle <laughs> waiting for us. Where? At my place. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, like... yeah, not, not
0: tonight. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't know how you're going <laughs> to. Uh, he's going to sleep here. Um, okay, so let's see. What, uh, what else you got going on? Uh, what's uh, Your music's coming along?
1: Music's coming along. Um,
0: football season's here.
1: Football season's here. Are
0: you paying attention my... at all?
1: I'm a big fantasy football fan. I'm also a big Cowboys fan.
0: We them boys.
1: We them boys. Um, it's
0: okay. We still love you.
1: <laughs> but. How far? Wait, wait, so so wait, wait. Let me ask you. what no, no, hold on. No,
0: I'm still asking you. You're a okay. fan. I'm sorry to ask you questions still. <laughs> sure. Like, how far, do you think you're gonna get, how far are you guys going to go? Think?
1: I think we're going to get past the second round of the playoffs.
0: Okay, so basically losing the finals.
1: Right. I mean, that's what we traditionally do, isn't
0: it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that not par for well, No, no,
1: no. Let me repeat my sure. – uh, let me rephrase. Um I think we're going to get the, the bye the first week of the playoffs. Ooh, wow, right?
0: that's cocky. Okay.
1: And then we lose the next game.
0: So you basically don't win in the playoffs.
1: Right, because like historically we don't win in the playoffs at all. We've had one win against the Lions with um, Tony Romo. Yep. Um, and who is amazing
0: an amazing anal- uh, analyst. Oh, he's great. He's an amazing analyst. You know who
1: was also or a Cowboys that was an analyst? But did a terrible job, Aikman. No, I think Aikman does okay. I don't think he's great,
0: he's
1: he does okay, he,
0: but he's not uh, he's not aggressive, he just kind of states the obvious, right?
1: But you know, who's terrible was Jason Witten. <laughs> Jason Witten did it one year last year and was like, All right, I'll go back to playing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're like, uh, You got two options, <laughs> he, you can He was not good, you can quit or you can go back to football.
1: <laughs> so, I think, um I think we're going to get a uh, week, week one bye, and then we'll lose again. But like, if we don't lose that, that week, I think we're going
0: to the Super Bowl. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I genuinely believe that. You guys are coming out of the NFC.
1: Right. We don't have a ton of competition if I'm looking at that track. Minus, um, what's it called? The Rams. But I, I mean, also... The
0: Rams just but, went up 50 fucking points.
1: No, they went 40 points and lost.
0: Oh, that's what I'm sorry. Yeah, it was like a 90-point game, something crazy.
1: I think, I think Jared Goff is actually a very shaky quarterback.
0: I think most of the quarterbacks, in, apparently a lot of the quarterbacks are shaky, except for Tom Brady. <laughs> like Tom. Tom Brady and down, everyone has bad weeks. Tom Brady can have a bad week, and everyone's like, "Yeah, I mean, it's fucking Tom Brady. Yeah, That's my annoyance. I enjoy being the underdog. Like uh, I've been a new so industry. so
1: you're a Patriots fan.
0: I've been a Patriots fan since the eighties. Yes. Okay. I have to clarify that because everyone's like, "Oh, you just like to win." It's like, no, actually, I hate winning. <laughs> like that's the thing. Like, like Boston, growing up in the eighties, you were just really familiar with looking good and losing. Right. That's that's it. Like, uh, we didn't win our first, so we won. We went to you guys were
1: not good for a long time. Like a people long, forget about that.
0: A long time. right. Uh, like we went to the 85 Super Bowl, which you go, oh, you went to the Super Bowl. That should be good, right? Went to two (coughs) Super Bowls. We lost in 85 to the Bears, which was a great team, but they crushed us so bad, they put out a rap song that went 10 in the Billboard charts. What was the name of
1: that? What is it? The Something Shuffle? Super
0: Bowl Shuffle. Super
1: Bowl. Was it called the Super Bowl Shuffle?
0: Yes. It really, was literally the worst song I've ever heard in my life. And they had a dance to it. They had a dance.
1: They were competing with Soldier Boy.
0: It was like the <laughs> original like as bad as you think Soldier Boy is now, think of was it Jim McMahon fucking trying to rap in the 1985 style because he won the Super Bowl. It was the roughest thing I've ever seen in my life. They and were competing we with the there. electric slide. At least we listen to Electric Slide now. You didn't even know the name of the Super Bowl Shuffle. I
1: knew it was something Shuffle. I didn't think it was so cocky to be called the Super Bowl Shuffle.
0: Yeah, it was. And they like the video was straight out of the 80s. No, very, very much, they much so. They were all wearing their jerseys. I'll be honest.
1: The only reason why I know about this is because I watch VH1's I Love the 80s.
0: Yeah, it was bad. Never has a team lost so bad it promoted a horrible rap song to the Billboard's Top 10. Oh, my God. Never. Never. So that's what, in like the Red Sox, uh, you know, we didn't win until 2003. I right. uh, was 23 at the time. Uh, the Celtics won in 85, but I kind of don't really remember that. Right, but um, you guys won with uh, Garnett
1: and, anything is possible! Which he
0: fucked that up, right? He <laughs> fucked up that, that catch line. He got paid by Adidas to say a specific line. Like, everything is possible? Anything. He, but he fucked it up.
1: Yeah, but anything is possible is even
0: better, man. Right, which it seems more. But I think, I think they paid him a specific amount of money to say something. Oh,
1: really? I didn't know that enough. was a
0: story. Yeah. I'm not gonna anything is possible. It's great. It's great. It, it, you know, we beat the Lakers. So here's a story. Story time. Ooh, let's hear it. The girl that I was dating uh, when I moved to L.A. in 06. Uh, moved to L.A., started dating a girl. Must have been 07. We, we won the title. And then we went to the uh, Celtics-Lakers in L.A. game. Right. And I was being super respectful. Right. I wore a jersey, but I wore it under a hoodie. Like, I didn't, right. I didn't zip it down. I was like, When people around me found out that I was a Celtic fan because I wasn't cheering, <laughs> right. they kind of gave me some shit. No problem. Uh, we lost. We lost by, like, I don't know, 10, 15 points. Easy, right. e- easy game. We're leaving, and people are giving me shit. Right, sure. They were trying to push me and my girlfriend down the stairs. They circled us in the in on the runway. Oh shit! They circled us, and I'm like, you know, I'm five six, 140 pounds. I'm like trying to hold my five foot nothing girlfriend like behind me, and they circled. The security had to literally put us into like the security office and wait for everyone. Wow. To now, mind you. This was Christmas Day afternoon. This was like oh my 3 o'clock gosh. on Christmas Day. I fucking hate the Laker fans. They won, yeah. and they were going to kick the shit out of me and my girlfriend on Christmas Day.
1: Yeah, I think... Um, you know, I don't have a big problem with Pat, uh, Pats fans. My my biggest riff with fans, honestly, is... Uh, Philly fans, I don't even have a big deal. Like, if if I'm talking about football division, like, in the NFC East, like, you know, you got Cowboys, Mm -hmm. Redskins, Eagles, because Eagles, you expect it, but even then, you're kind of like, yo, enough's enough, and they're
0: like, yeah, 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 because it's new to it's still new to them.
1: Like, but Giants fans are just so annoying.
0: Because they're from New York.
1: Giants fans are just so annoying to me.
0: as annoying as Patriot fans are now, it's because we're from New England, and most of the people that are.
1: Then there's that, that friction between New York and New England. Of course.
0: Because if it wasn't for Patriots, the, the, the Giants would have won two fucking Super Bowls. But I think there's a thing where you're, we're just kind of assholes in general, right? But old school fans like me, we're like, hey, yeah, fucking go Pats. And you're like, okay, that's enough. You're like, you're right. I'm just saying, I'll sit down. <laughs> What
1: do New York fans have to say? The Jets and the Giants are both horrible.
0: Yeah, like, "Ah, go fuck yourself." That's what they say. But even when we were cu- making the comeback, um, that Super Bowl against the um the Falcons. Yeah. My wife was like, "I'm in the other room. We're watching it. I'm in the other fucking room." And my wife's like, "Oh my god, they're coming back." I'm like, "They're going to they're going to let you down." <laughs> they're going to let you down. <laughs> like, cuz that's that's what I'm used to. They're like, yeah. "They're going to come close. You're going to be sad. It's okay."
1: So, I remember watching that game with uh, this really douchey dude, and you uh, seem
0: to surround yourself with you're like the douche whisperer.
1: <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. So uh, I remember um, I was invited to my friend's place, and this guy that we know was like, "I put two grand on this game,"
0: which is such a dude. Like, first of all, if you're gonna tell me how much you put on it, you're douchebag. Continue.
1: So he goes, I put two grand on this game for the Falcons to win. And then halftime they were leading by a lot. An absurd amount. And then he's like, Oh my god. I mean, I'm gonna put another two grand. This just looks too good. And you know, if I lose a second bet, I just break even, no big deal. Well, we know how that game turned out.
0: He didn't he got broken (laughs) and it wasn't even.
1: (laughs) This guy was down four grand by the end of that game. Which, which and I kept telling him about the half. I was like, dude, I don't think you should do that, man. Like, it's Tom Brady in the Pats. Like,
0: if anyone could.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, listen, I've seen a lot of great football players. I'm not a football analyst, I've never watched the game like intently to that level. But I'm just saying, as a fan who has seen a lot of crazy shit, it's sort of like if I were to sit there and watch Aaron Rodgers and Hail whatever Mary. team in the Super Bowl, and they're only down by a, a touchdown, I'd be like, yeah, you know, he's got this, right? right?
0: Yeah, it's like, if you put Aaron Rodgers in a Hail Mary situation, I'm not betting against him. i <laughs> like,
1: I would say that this is actually not even 50-50, I'd say this is 70-30 for you right, right now.
0: Right. I mean, I would say, if if you were ever going to lose four grand, Tom Brady's going to be that guy.
1: Yeah, and I didn't feel bad. And low-key, I was kind of like,
0: this guy <laughs> and All of a sudden, you like take your jersey off, and it, ter- it turns into a Tom Brady jersey. But I, I think what pisses me off most is that I love Atlanta. Let me let me say this first and foremost: as a city, as a people, I fucking love Atlanta. Atlanta doesn't really fuck with the Falcons, right? Oh, they don't. Not really. I mean, it's there, mm. but it's. It, I mean, sure, but it's not. They like, need an
1: attitude adjustment. They need a player that's just. They need Deion <laughs> Sanders back. <I>
0: bet. <laughs> But when so in this apartment complex they had beer and they had like uh, chicken wings like food right sandwiches oh wow that's awesome They're like hey come watch the Super Bowl all, as a, as a community right we'll we'll sponsor it no problem so we were down there for the first half and then people th- were getting in my face they were like oh well now fuck right? It's like. There are no Atlanta Falcon fans. (laughs) That does not fucking exist. Get out of my face. You could just tell that they were just rooting against Tom Brady, right? And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with, like, you stay in your corner. Is that the
1: year that Big Boy performed?
0: Yes. Yes, at the Super Bowl.
1: At that Super Bowl?
0: Yes. Andre
1: 3000 didn't perform.
0: No. Wait, No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, they they performed because.
1: Oh, no, no, that was last year.
0: It was. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was Wherever, last year. When it was in Atlanta, that's where Big Boy yeah. he did not perform because.
1: Right, right. He yeah. performed last year with the Rams yeah. Patriots
0: in Atlanta. Right. So I just. I, I get angry when you want to be an asshole to my face, and I know for a fact you barely watch football.
1: Well, wasn't he sorry?
0: I didn't, no, because we came up here, because I was like, we're going to get, we got to get out of here before I punch somebody in the face. Like, my wife goes, she saw the look of my face, she's like, oh, you're not enjoying this at all. I'm like, no.
1: I don't own any sports paraphernalia.
0: Like, nothing.
1: Except, well, let me clarify. Please. The only thing I've ever owned, um, Cowboys wise, like, I initiated
0: with just the memories of the 90s
1: (laughs) (laughs) you know what that's a better rebuttal than what most people say i've got i've got this eagles fan in my office and he's like yeah at least i remember my super bowl and i was like dude i lived in the 90s i i know that happened he's like yeah but you weren't really there i'm like shut the front door you have one super bowl Act like you've been here before. Oh, wait,
0: you can't. (laughs) (laughs) You realize up until last year, your best player in your history was Mark Wahlberg from a movie? (laughs) I was like, you
1: understand. Your starting QB didn't even win that. Yeah. I mean, not that that makes a very valid point, but I'm just saying, like, you had an overall good team, so it didn't matter at that point. And it was just kind of one of those things that it worked out to your benefit.
0: I'm just, uh, like, the one thing you have to learn about me is, like, I am a fan of any fan base that loves their, f- loves their team and they haven't won shit. Like, the Eagle fans right. are scary. And I'm just glad. Like, no, no, no,
1: extremely scary.
0: Not as, like, you've got Raider fans and then you've got Eagle fans. And I feel like that is the order of shit.
1: Yeah, so like um
0: as far as like my
1: my friend from San Diego that mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier he goes and um he's a big Chargers fan, Growing up in San Diego. Not anymore. Uh, I don't
0: know. No, they are they're in LA.
1: No, 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 I mean I know. Oh, I know that, like but I'm just not- I'm not saying, <laughs> I don't know if he supports the Chargers still. I haven't really <laughs> talked much to him about it. Like, but
0: no, for <laughs> fact, they are not Okay. Continue.
1: Um but his, uh, his roommate was a big Niners fan, right? Yeah. Both from California and everything. Sure. So they're like, look, I really want to go see the Niners um, in, in Philly. This one year that they went to go see it, I think it was the Niners. Pretty sure it was. Why don't you come out? Buy a ticket and hang out with us. Cool. They went. Before they went, somebody was like, hey, are you and your friend going to uh, wear your jerseys? He's like, yeah. I was thinking about wearing a Chargers jersey just because, like, I'm at a football game. Like, I don't really like. I know they're not playing, but
0: don't do I, that.
1: I'm a fan. <laughs> and this guy's like, super Philly. His yeah. coworker, right, he was like, please, for the sake of yourself, do not wear any other team. Like other team. <laughs> I don't care like, if they're playing or not.
0: Philly is that place where it's like, don't wear any other team from any other place from any other sport.
1: So I think like my friend went to the the restroom, right? And there was a guy at a urinal. Like he was standing in line to w- wait for the urinals and everything like that. And there's a guy, I think, wearing a Bengals jersey or something like that. Something like really like obscure. And this Philly fan who was standing next to him was like, Hey, are you like legit uh Bengals fan? Guy's like, Yeah, I know they're not playing, but you know, it's my team and I'm it's like I like football. I'm like I'm out here, and he goes, "Fuck you!" and turns to just peace on him.
0: <laughs> like, like the, once you start to like have to uh, say more than three words, like to explain yourself, you're fucked. Like, yeah, and that's it. And you like, like,
1: like, the best answer you could have given in that situation for nothing to happen, be like, "Oh no, I spilled some shit on my shirt," and I just Yo, ha- this is the only thing available. you
0: still Yeah, and that's it.
1: No. <laughs> I think if he even said yeah, I think the best thing he could have done in that situation was just like, no, I'm not a fan. I spilled some shit on my shirt. This is what I had to cover.
0: starts acting blind. They're a superstition.
1: That would be a way better answer because apparently this guy just said, fuck you and just peed on him.
0: I mean, Boston is like that. Boston is like that where you could wear your kid's Little League jersey to a hockey game, to a Bruins game. Like, hey, fuck that team. And you're like... It's my kids' little league. <laughs> yeah, but is it the Bruins? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Not
1: good. Not um, good.
0: Speaking of Bruins, uh, I don't think I told you the story. I was seven years old and I got kicked out of a Bruins game.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: So, uh, Did they check your green card? Uh,
2: ah.
0: uh, is it yellow card? No, that's soccer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is, this is like the way I was raised. This is this is how I was in sports in sports like everything my my dad I barely saw my dad growing up my dad came to tickets I don't know if he bought them stole them I don't know got tickets brought me to a hockey game never seen hockey before but it was aggressive this is the old Boston Garden sure one of the uh, one of the uh, Bruins uh, players got uh, this Canadian pinned up against the glass I come running down the aisle I jump. Everyone kicked the other side of the glass. What? And the that f- shit was and like. Why? I don't know. It just like, every- like. Like, were you trying
1: to help the Bruins? Or? Sure.
0: Fuck it. What difference does it make? It just seemed like something to do because everything was so aggressive. People banging on the glass. Yeah. Just, like, That's awesome. Yeah. And then they. Like, I
1: didn't even know you listened to metal.
0: Because <laughs> I'm TNT. I'm Dynamite. All right. TNT. <laughs> Uh, But yeah, that got kicked out. I've never seen another Bruins game live. Hmm. I don't know.
1: I'm sure they look at your seven-year-old photo and they're like, yeah, (laughs) fuck that dude. Yeah,
0: fuck that guy. (laughs) I'm just saying, no, i just like, if I can't kick the other side of the glass, I don't want to go.
1: Yeah, hockey's great. I don't understand it, but I like it.
0: How do you not understand hockey?
1: There's like, you know, just like the offsides and everything like that. Yeah,
0: you just got to be the, if you have the puck, you got to be the first one over the line. That's it. Yeah, okay, yeah. No, I mean, that's, I mean, can you add? <laughs> no, no, apparently I, I, not. It's, it's pretty simple. <laughs> it's pretty simple. No, like, like, you know, hockey, <laughs> hockey and soccer are the same, are very, very similar when it comes to that. Yeah, I
1: also don't understand soccer. Oh. You know, some somebody told me that I would like soccer a lot considering how much I love basketball because they're like, it's basically like playing the triangle, but you have multiple triangles going on.
0: Oh, oh interesting. Okay. Uh, I don't. I didn't really but play. I can't
1: see it that way.
0: Because you don't watch enough of it.
1: Right. But I'm sure it's true.
0: If you uh, if you like football, have you watched rugby?
1: A little bit. My old roommate in college used to play it, but I didn't watch it, watch it. Dude. I think rugby's cool. Yeah. I have no problem with so it. The Rugby
0: World Cup is going on right now.
1: So my um, coworker, he's actually my office mate. His office is right next door to me.
0: Yeah? What does his dick taste like? <sighs>
1: Well, it's Russia, China. Yeah, Russia. I mean, it's not as good as it's not as good
0: as this.
1: So continue, uh, but um, he went to uh, what is it? The Shanghai uh, seven on sevens yep. or seven sevens? Yeah, world sevens. So he went. And he because his brother follows it and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And he was like, "Dude, it's awesome. It's fun." So you want to go to Shanghai and go to the sevens?
0: Well, the sevens will be, I think, in two years, somewhere else.
1: Oh, well, good. We got to jumpstart the planning.
0: Let's go. Um, <laughs> you and I are both broke. So, <laughs> you know, um, so World Cup rugby is going on right now. And okay. And it's, um, I'm fucking drunk, but it's like 15 on 15 or 14 yeah. on 14. I forget. Uh, yeah. I should know this. But, I said,
1: yeah, like you knew what I was talking about. But yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> uh,
0: like people are going to watch it and they're just, angry but it's like 14 on 14 right and the 7s is literally 7 on 7 so okay. it's like faster there's less penalties um, right. higher scores in most cases um it's just aggressive aggression right. there's no stopping like soccer the, the right. clock always Continuous. yeah continues and um it's just basically football tackling no pads right just super aggressive uh i enjoy watching the women more because there's you, something there's just something amazing about it
1: it's just sort of like women's soccer. Like I love women's soccer. No. Really? You don't you don't like women's soccer than men's soccer? I
0: think women's soccer is better, but I still don't enjoy soccer. Okay. So I, I I don't enjoy So what like I'm
1: saying is if you were to watch soccer, you would enjoy watching women's soccer. Yeah,
0: yeah, like okay. Lloyd, gun to your head, you have to watch soccer. I'll probably watch women's international first.
1: Right. They just play more aggressive, Yeah, I
0: have a hard time watching men's soccer because they flop around too much. Well, that's my
1: problem with basketball these days. Like, the 90s was just so rough. And now it's like, that's why I kind of discredit LeBron a lot because I feel like he flops and he he whines. Like, it's just a a whining
0: contest. Um, The whining doesn't bother me so much because you can see Jordan yelling at referees. Right, no, no, I'm, I'm,
1: okay, I'm okay with that, but, but the calls weren't getting called though.
0: Yeah, but the flops, the flops, what bothers me. I get it,
1: especially when LeBron was on the Heat.
0: Yeah, flop a lot. DJ right. flop a lot. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I enjoy like women's soccer, like they. For some reason it feels like they gotta prove themselves. So they're like uber aggressive. They're 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 uber like um
1: physical. I think they also know that they're really fucking talented. Yeah. So they're like, let's just fucking play it out.
0: But yes, I think there's like a culture of like let's for play sure, it out. for sure, for sure. Where in men's soccer you just watch everybody like get touched and they flop and it's it, it's tough to watch. Where you want, so this is what made yeah. me fall in love with rugby. My first rugby, I was flipping through the channels and I saw it. This guy got his nose broken. This big Simone dude got his nose broken. He was gonna be kicked out because you're bleeding, right? Really? Ow. He literally grabs a handful of grass, shoves it into his nose, wipes his face, and goes, let's go. And the ref kind of goes, uh, okay. If that is how you play sports, Show me more of that. right? I'm not watching sports, but I'm, I'm paying. I'm not paying. I'm paying to watch <laughs> you murder somebody else.
1: Advertising is paying for
0: this. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm here. You got my attention. <laughs> I'm paying you with my attention. I need to see aggression. And that is the, the, the crazy thing about rugby is everyone looks like kind of the same size, right? You know, yeah. in football, you got small guys, you got thin guys, right. fat guys. Rugby, everybody's like 6'3 to 6'6". They're all, like, 275 to, like, 325. Yeah. Everyone Rugby's wild. No pads. They treat the guy with the, the fucking leatherhead 1940s helmet like a fucking idiot. Like, look at this fucking guy over here. Don't hurt yourself. Don't trip, son.
1: Yeah. It's it's quite ridiculous.
0: Yeah. I'm disappointed that America is not good at rugby.
1: Well, where we believe we should be, right? Or where you think, I mean.
0: I, I think that we should be... Minimum competitive, right? Like I think we should be minimum. Like we should be able to fuck somebody's hopes up. Like someone's like, oh, we're going to the playoffs, and then we there and we fuck them for it. Like with all the players that get uh, that don't go into the NFL league, all the people that like are physical specimens that never get picked up. Why are we not putting them in rugby? Right. Like, why are we not putting an initiative? Being well, like, especially,
1: like, the running backs
0: don't make it, right? Because they're kind of built for rugby with everything. Yeah, uh, Or even, like, I don't know. Look at these wide receivers. These wide receivers that are fast. That they're fast. Pose.
1: But they're supposed to be agile, too. That's what I'm saying. With rugby, you're just, like, just stout.
0: But I, I think there's a cultural thing where, kind of like rugby, if you watch rugby, there's not a lot of finesse. It's like, it's like a fake, a ball fake. And then they just lower their shoulders like, nope, you didn't. Okay, here we go. Like, there is no real juking. Yeah. There's not a lot of, like, it, it, it's all physical first. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I think that you throw some wide receivers in there. some, uh, You know, because look at these wide receivers now. They're like, uh, you know, 6'3", 6'4", 225, 250. These motherfuckers can put a hit on people. Right. Um. I think that we should be minimum, minimum competitive. Right. And we are not.
1: If uh, these were the Civil War days, I'd definitely do uh, some rugby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah like, I wish. <laughs> no, actually, you know what? The older I get, the more I realize that like just walking downstairs to the grocery store is like I could literally pop a hammy. no problem. <laughs> I'm at that age where like I'll just watch it on TV. Can I just?
1: You're sitting there screaming
0: why didn't you fucking catch that? Yeah, like and I'm I'm here like I gotta like
1: You're get- a twenty two year old man <laughs> in better shape than me. Why did you catch that?
0: if I stand up and sneeze too fast, like I might fuck up my back. Like that's how old I am. Yeah.
1: I feel you on that.
0: So world rugby going on. Uh we got murdered by England, like embarrassed. Like
1: England is a country that would do very well at rugby.
0: I think America. We have black people, and we have <laughs> Hispanic people. We got Dominican. <laughs> have you seen Dominican people run? We should be. F- have you seen Yeso El Puig from? Uh, yes, yeah, the
1: Dodgers, or oh, he used to be on the Dodgers. Dodgers. He's
0: on the Reds. Reds, Cincinnati. okay. Like, he, how's he doing? He's a fucking. Hold up did
1: did the did the Nats win? Oh, okay. this game's still going on. Let's see.
0: Let's see where the Nats are. I went to the Nats game. Um, I went to one of them. Which one? Uh, I've gone
1: to so many this season.
0: No, I literally went like three or four days ago. Oh, really? Yeah. You went to one of the finals? Uh, yeah, it must have been like five games left. Ooh. It was cool. It was. Um, we won.
1: Oh, good. The Brewers are uh, leading right now. <laughs>
0: That's not good. Yeah. Oh wait, the Brewers—they're playing the Brewers, isn't?
1: They're playing the Brewers for the uh, wild card.
0: Oh, this is the wild card game.
1: It's the wild card.
0: Uh, Two outs? The the Boston in me has literally stopped watching baseball since we were mathematically um, eliminated.
1: I'll be honest. Things don't look good, and they were very confident about Scherzer Scherzer starting tonight.
0: What's the
1: score? 3-1. Nothing crazy. I mean, it's the fifth.
0: This this conversation literally went like we forgot that we're actually recording. <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> people are like I don't care. <laughs>
1: DC things.
0: Uh you know, it, I was there six five games left, six games left of the season, like with with actual um importance. Like right, you know, it actually every game, every one win meant something, right. and it was maybe 40% full, maybe
1: 40%. Well, ever since Bryce Harper left, attendance has been down. We're, we're even surprised that we're in the wild card position and everything like that. And here's the thing. I'm talking about all this like I've watched baseball my whole life. Just started watching it this year. That's good. I've well, been
0: watching baseball all my life.
1: Trying to get more involved, like, you know.
0: Baseball is a marathon. Uh, 162 games per team. So, I mean, I was watching 500 games a, a year at mm. one point in my life. And then if you get into, like, fantasy, don't get into fantasy. But
1: no, if, that, that does not sound fun.
0: If, if you are unemployed, watch fantasy and try to get a job. But, if, <laughs> like, if you actually have a job where you're responsible for shit, do not play fantasy ball, yeah. uh, fantasy baseball. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Bryce. I, it was the Philly game. Bryce Harper was in town.
2: He,
1: I'm not a big fan of Bryce Harper because he goes and he was like, Not that I'm a diehard Nats fan or anything, but he, he sounded very whiny. He was like, Yeah, like Nats fans were very rude to me. They talked about my four week old son. And I was like, You're in Philly, right? Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: you realize that you are in one of the seven levels of hell here.
1: Like, this, yeah,
0: whatever. The only worse place than Philly, and this is a stretch is New York, Boston, and uh, maybe L.A.
1: Yeah, Philly fans are just rough in general. My sister went to Temple University, and she was like, any sports night, I don't go out. And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, if they lose, they start riots, and it's, it's aggressive. If they yeah. win, it's even worse. <laughs> it's
0: like, you realize we're only in game 50 of 162 games. Fucking relax, people. Uh, they, um... The, the Eagles game, they were getting into a fight with, um, with one of the uh, 76ers. Did you see this? Recently? Recently. Like this, like a couple weeks ago. So there was, a, um, there was a player. Is
1: this D-League?
0: No. NBA. There's a dude that plays for the 76ers. I'm sorry. I've been drinking. I can't remember the name. Uh, he shows up to the uh, Eagles game. He plays with the 76ers, he's from D.C., he shows up to the Eagles game, he's wearing uh, a Redskins jersey. Which, obviously, that's probably going to get you into a fight. But he was angry that they had a Sean Taylor jersey on a coffin. Like, in a, like, we're going to kill you guys kind of thing. And even though he plays with the 76ers, he got into, like, a fight. Who's from D.C.
1: on the 76ers? Ben Simmons? (sighs)
0: I don't know why we're doing this actually recording. No, nah, we'll
1: we'll do it afterwards. We'll do it afterwards. We'll do it afterwards. Okay. Do you want me to um play a song?
0: Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Why don't we do that? All right. I'll okay. play a song. Uh, let's get this situated.
1: All right. So I'll let you know. I mentioned DJ Nam earlier. He's my homeboy. He's my DJ. We do a lot of uh, community events, and he's one of um I say one of my closest friends since I moved out here, and it's great to have somebody that feels very ambitious about the vietnamese community but also wants to just do good for people in general so we've done a lot of charity events and um he's really really talented i don't know if he wants me to say this but he passed up on an opportunity to uh, to dj with wu tang back in the day um he dj'd for jay park for those who really listen to a lot of uh, asian music and everything like that but um Great guy, and I can't say enough of uh, good things about him. But he has a fundraiser dinner going on Thursday at Chasing Tails out this way. I don't think this is going to air by then, but if not, um, his it's birthday.
0: Chasing Tails.
1: Chasing. Well, the the um, it's a local company.
0: Okay.
1: They have a parent company. It's all within family, from what I understand. I don't know them, so I'm speaking on behalf of what I was told. But okay. the parent company is called Inuendo. I'm sorry. Um, what is it called? Um, <laughs> I think it's called, uh, shoot, I think it's called Innuendo Hospitalities or something like that.
0: Okay, chasing and Tails.
1: Right, okay. something, shoot, no, it's not called Innuendo Hospitalities. It's it, something, it was, it's something Hospitalities, but all their restaurant names are innuendos. Oh,
0: it's a seafood place.
1: Right, so...
0: Jambalaya and Crawfish. Right. Arlington. Okay. So,
1: Chasing Tails. Yep. You understand the innuendo there. Yep. They have a Vietnamese restaurant that does, like, kind of fast casual stuff. Uh, a lot of, like, um, spring rolls and things like that. Okay. It's called Role Play. Ah. Uh,
0: okay. Right? And so, then... So, he's doing a benefit at Chasing Tails. Chasing Tails.
1: Okay. Um, you know, portion of the profits go to um, the organization that he's affiliated, MoFSA. Shout out to you guys. Love your organization. And then... Um, He'll have his birthday party where he'll be spinning at The Block in Annandale. I'll be there, too. Holla. Um, let me borrow that mic stand, and I think we should be good. But, yeah, I, um, you know, sneak peek when I start doing shows. DJ Nom will be my DJ and get all this stuff going on. It's going to be an awesome, awesome time. Can't wait for it. Um, Lo, you got anything to drop real quick?
0: Uh, what do I got? Uh, so this is gonna come out on, uh, Wednesday. So, Friday, I've got, uh, Wonderland Ballroom. I'ma get in trouble podcast. Me and Eddie Lives, we talking shit. It'll be fun time. It's our second show. And then I'll be in, uh, Portland, Maine on, uh, excuse me, Sunday, October 13th. That sounds about right. Uh, check me out, Loy Lee Comedy.
1: Shoutouts to, uh... Shouts to Andrew Vu for getting a, a PA show. Oh, yeah. He's doing a show out in uh, Pennsylvania.
0: Yeah, that should be fun. I haven't talked to him forever. All right, let me sit back and drink beer.
1: Yeah, so um, I thought I'd uh, throw this back a little bit. We'll see how this goes. Because I didn't really practice too much on this one. But it's kind of what I was vibing with. So... um. Oh no no no! That's not you. That's I have the tuner on. Yeah yeah. yeah. So we're good. We're good. Sorry, I didn't realize that was what you were doing. But um, so this is kind of what I'm thinking about playing for tonight. We good? We're still a little off. Sure. But um, we good now? Okay. So. I thought I'd play a little Tears for Fears.
0: school. Does that um is that from uh Real Genius as well? You know, I think it is, right? Yeah. Real Genius. Val Kilmer.
1: Val Kilmer and um what was that kid that he was in a lot
0: of movies. Was the, he the, I don't think the, so. the
1: the the main guy? Yeah, was, he was not in a lot of movies but like <sighs>
0: I feel like he was in, like, a small handful of movies at that time. Right, right, during that era. Yeah, because he was young. I mean, he played, what, 12 or 13?
1: Well, it's just like, you know, it's like when you're awkward looking, but it's still cute because you're trying to grow into yourself. Hollywood is brutal.
0: (laughs) I am so happy that I I was not successful as a child. I was doing, like, a lot of national commercials and a lot of, like, a bunch of shit when I was, like, five, six, seven. Oh really? Yeah. And then my mom, uh she was like, Oh, well if you want to do this we'll we'll let you do it when you're older. Um right. and then um I'm just kinda glad that I had like a real childhood.
1: Right, that stuff is tough, man.
0: I I watched um so on uh Amazon uh Prime, you can actually look at uh Night of the Improv, which is stand up comedy. Sure. And I saw Alyssa Milano trying to do comedy at that. Wow. Like, and this is you know back in the, what is it, late '80s, early '90s? I like, I don't know the time, but it was like Alyssa Milano, and she was. They had just finished doing uh, Who's the Boss, right? And, and they're like, oh, why don't you just do some comedy? And it was fucking horrible. Alyssa Milano is forever my crush. I agree. Until you saw her like today, and it's like, uh, I guess time fucks with everybody. Not even today. Yeah, even today. I'm watching Who's the Boss Now, and I go, oh, I, t- I totally see what people saw. Like, I totally right. get it. Alyssa Milano's the shit. You can't convince me otherwise. She's, have you seen her Twitter? Don't read her Twitter, people. If you love Alyssa Milano, don't read her Twitter. She's. Uh, I've
1: heard some stuff,
0: but
2: no, I haven't and, read it.
0: And don't get me wrong. Like, I, A, I'm not judging her. I'm not calling her crazy. I'm just saying it's, it's kind of hard to sit with. It's, like, one of those things where if you're reading her Twitter, you like, I don't think I could sit across the table from her, this person. Right. I understand. And maybe, maybe that's just, like, her Twitter shit. I don't know. But I love her. I loved her in Charmed. I loved her in Who's the Boss. I loved her in... I just love her. <laughs> I just... <clears throat>
1: Alyssa Milano, I know that you have children now. I can't support them. But if you want to support them and you would like me to be in your life, um, I'm really? out here.
0: Wow. Wow, I am thirsty just listening to that <laughs> shit. <laughs> what else? Okay, so uh, before we get out of here, it's been two hours. Well, what else what else you got to say? Anything else?
1: Nothing else at the moment. Check out uh, Nam's um, birthday thing. Um, I will get to working on music, hopefully. Once I get things a little bit more refined, I won't play as many covers, and I'll play a couple originals here.
0: I think what I'm going to try to convince him when we're sober is, like, <laughs> I want a cover... Okay, and, and and something something you're working on. Something I'm working on. Whether like doesn't matter if you're like you know five percent done or a hundred percent done. Something something covered. Right. And something like this is what I'm working on. And that the is difference the, between
1: me being drunk and me being sober is that when I'm sober, I have less clothes on. So as long as he's comfortable asking me when that happens, um,
0: you're wearing less clothes when you're sober.
1: Sure. Just okay. more comfortable with myself. I get really insecure when I'm.
0: I mean, if you take your shirt off, I guess I'll take my <laughs> shirt off. I mean, if that's what. You <laughs>
1: All right. Wow,
0: that is. Fuck it, let's do this. I mean, I guess I said it, so that's where we're at.
1: Well, uh, you got anything going on?
0: Uh, like I said, uh, I'm going to be in Empire Comedy Club in right. Portland, Maine, on the 13th, which is uh, Columbus Day weekend. Cool. And then I've got I'm gonna get in trouble uh, on Wonderland Ballroom on the 11th. So <laughs> that's what I got going on. Um, I mean, Lloyd Lee Comedy across the board
1: uh two non vu number two n-o-n-v-u I'm we'll see one. you when we see you like
0: very strange here very we go strange, like like we haven't been staring at you the whole time right all right guys i love you very much um i'll see you next time toodles dudes and Bruce.